0: Hello my friends, Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars and here at JR we are passionate about everything. You want cigars? We're passionate about Romeo, Monte Cristo, aging room. are passionate about cigar cutters, lighters. We have everything. We are passionate about life here at JR Cigars and only here at JR Cigars. Did, did we get it? I'm not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? I'm out here busting my hump. I got Mike Guy in here. Get this freaking camera out of the way.
1: At JR Cigars, we're passionate about everything. Boom, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's Friday night. It's Smoke Night Live. This is episode three hundred and forty-four of the Cigar Brand Stock Market Smoke Night Live Special Edition. Jordan, this is Special. This is <laughs> This is usually this is one of our most requested shows. It, it's so tantalizing. I, I I don't know how many times we've done it. Three, four, I think it at, at least five, maybe. But 22. I get I get requests for this all the time. People People just love talking about cigar brands and listening to people talk about cigar brands. So we're going to do that tonight with a panel of experts. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, Jordan. Yeah. Studio audience tonight. It's just Matt. Scotty's not in the house. Blah, blah, blah. But Matt, you're going to be helping us track yes. tonight's uh, scores and such. That's a
0: lo- loyal dojo I'm boy doing right it. there.
1: You're doing it. Oh, I need to. Oh, you know what, Jordan? I huh. do I didn't get the uh, the backlighting on. Let me turn the backlighting on. Make him look a little sexier. Yeah, let me see if we can make Matt look sexier. Is that possible? Does mm, that happen? Yeah. Anyways, this show, Jordan, didn't is... Oh, there we go. Boom. Boom. Now, look at him. Now That's he's sexy. Star. There we go. Uh, Jordan, yep. next week, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, can you believe <laughs> it's already
0: here? Uh, No. There you go from PCA straight to this, basically. just never stops.
1: We have Jordan a insane schedule for next week. It starts off with Flavor Odyssey on Wednesday night. Yep. And if uh, some of the people that are here from out of town, if they flew in, if they're flying in early and they want to swing over. by um, to watch the Flavor Odyssey taping. So we kind of start on Wednesday night. It's low key, not looking for a big huge crowd or anything. Then it all heck breaks loose Jordan on Thursday, Docella Festival. El and that is when we have the big party here at Dojo Studios. All kinds of guys from the industry are going to be here. I don't even know who's all going to be here this year. I think Steve Saka. I know Terrence Riley. It's, uh, I think uh, it's Steve
0: Saka's birthday on that
1: day. Bradley Rubin. Uh, I know George Rammy's going to be here. I know Tommy Lazuka's going to be here. Rick Rodriguez, Rick maybe? Rodriguez is going to be here. Um, sometimes Juan Lopez pops in. Sometimes Nick Malillo pops in. It's just an incredible night, and then there's the big cornhole, cornhole, cornhole tournament, which
0: me and Matt are still champs, defending champs. Uh, I think we got it again this year too. Well, been, you're gonna have been to been get through me and Emmett, practicing. who were
1: the champs the year before that, and when we just absolutely destroyed you guys. Uh, then, so here's the deal, and we're we're gonna uh, talk to Abe about this as well. But the first chance you can get your hands Ooh. on this is Thursday oh, my night. God. It is our new Masugana, which um, is an amazing cigar. I'm smoking it right now. If you like, if you like that salty, peanutty kind of flavor that you get from really good Corojo Look tobacco, how cool it looks! It is got that in spades. Just lots of uh, cabinet spice. Jordan, you called it pretzel dough. That's that's a good descriptor. Um, it's a super fun, approachable cigar. It's, gonna, it's fun I, to say. It's And it's fun to say. Mashu- mashugana. Mashugana, eh. right, which is like a Yiddish term for, like, kind of nutty, kind of crazy. Those Yiddish words are um, always fun. There's going to be 150 available between um, the Dojo Party and then Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. And then there's going to be 150 sold online at Smoke Inn the Friday after. That's September 2nd. So um, that's how that's going to go. Uh, but to finish what I was saying... Uh, after the do- dojo party on Thursday night then Friday morning, we go straight into the Brewery Bus Tour, the Flavor Odyssey Brewery Bus Tour, sponsored this year by Drew Estate. Uh, it's sold out really fast, so you can't get tickets anymore. Sorry about that. Uh, but um, if you go on the tour, you get to go to three different breweries, you get a T-shirt, you get to have a ton of fun. Then, Jordan, it doesn't even stop there. Why? Friday night Why won't we stop? at the Aloft Hotel in Broomfield, Colorado, we're having the big... Parking lot party. It's a dojo, Camacho, Trinity Cigar Lounge, mega festival in the parking lot where you can get uh, uh, drinks and food, and there's going to be food trucks and.
0: Burger Battle.
1: uh, Burger Battle, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And then obviously you move into Saturday. That's the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. After Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, there's a pool party. I think Espinosa is hosting it this year. Oh, wow. Um, I think. I could be wrong about that. I think. And then after that, Jordan, we usually do a a post post party in the in the parking lot tailgate style. So Just keep it going. It is an incredible week. I'm gonna have to have a lot of coffee and a lot of caffeine to get my way
2: <laughs> through
1: that. But uh, let's talk a little bit more about this release real quick with Abe. Let's bring Abe on. Abe, welcome to Smoke Night Live, my friend. What's going on? There he is. Cheers, to you. Cheers. Uh, Abe. Mashuguna. Now, for you, it's not next week; it's the week after. But um, you will be selling this online uh, at smokein.com on Friday, September second. Yes. Oh. Oh. He lost his audio. Anyways, that's what's going to be happening. Don't Bing. lose your audio, Abe. <laughs> your your audio went <laughs> out. Of. Um, let's bring on, let's bring on the, our other guests. How about now? Ah, there you oh. go. There, there, there you go.
3: Jesus.
0: There you go. You, you muted yourself.
3: So difficult. Yes, <laughs> so We'll be selling it. and We're proud to be involved. We thank uh, all you guys at the dojo verse and over at the Rocky mountain Scar festival, it's a cool thing to be part of. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. It's a cool, uh, unconventional way. We're doing it this year, uh, with having, uh, two different retailers involved, which will be fun. Uh, the guys, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest guys at Smoker Friendly do such a great job with the festival and, um, you do such a great job selling online. I think this is going to be a a really fun, uh, release for this product. And I know that the dudes are going to love it. Yes. The, are kosher cigars, Sean Fuller. Yes, they're, they're kosher. We had, we made sure of that. Uh, let's bring on our other guests. Um, Aaron Loomis from developing palettes. Aaron, how are you doing my friend?
4: I'm doing fantastic, thank you for having me on the show tonight So
1: Aaron, I I, I really wanted you on this episode Because you are uh, You know, you're you're, you're a glass half There's guys that are glass half full There's guys that are glass half empty You're sort of a guy that's glass half full of arsenic so <laughs> there you go I'm i have
4: ex- a reputation yeah yeah,
1: you have a bit of a reputation <laughs> and then from all the way up north in canada our good buddy cigar surgeon john mctavish john welcome to smoke night live brother
2: what's going on dojo nation long time first time i can't believe i haven't been on smoke Night live slanja to all the listeners out there and viewers
1: <laughs> now we're saying so- i can't believe
2: you haven't been on
1: either that's totally he weird.
4: has been he was he was on the show during Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival in that 2019. Mm. That doesn't count in person. The same thing. Yeah. Well, person. it's
1: it's still I still blame myself cuz you should have been on uh, as a regular guest at some point. So everybody oh, can... he
0: hosted uh, Flavor Odyssey. Come on.
1: That's true. That is cool. true. He um, did
2: host Flavor Odyssey, which is very fitting cuz you know, it's a reuniting of Robbie and I over drinks right. and that was cool. That was good times.
1: That was a good time. So, anyways, here's how this works. If you've never seen Cigar Brand Stock Market before, uh, we have a panel of experts, as you can see, right in front of you, and we're going to go through 20 brands, and we will have each guest on the show, as well as me and Jordan, determine, based. This is super subjective, right? Like, based on their perception of these brands, how they're doing right now. We just got out of the trade show. Um, and so it's a good time to do the show. We do this show like maybe every four months or so, but this is a really good time because the trade show just ended. We kind of got to see how these companies
0: quarterly results.
1: Yeah. Kind of, uh, you know, almost quarterly results. And so we'll be asking them, should you buy, should you hold, or should you sell stock in this company? Obviously if you're buying, that means you have a good perception, a good feeling. Uh, there you go. Like, and subscribe people to the show and share the show too, please. For crying out loud, help us out, help a brother out. Um, So if you're buying, obviously you have a good perception of how the brand is doing right now in the market. If you're selling, you have maybe a more of a negative perception of how the brand is doing in the market right now. And if you're holding, you're not sure, you you, you're not feel bad. But it is a bit of a negative connotation slightly, right, Jordan? Because you're not buying, you're not buying. So, you know, you're just a holding pattern. But we don't want a bunch of um, a neutral – stuff going on tonight so you can only hold a total of three times the entire night so you get three holds and we will be tracking those holds does everybody on the panel understand the rules and are you ready to throw down some heat what was the question again (laughs) (laughs) who and what now do you guys understand what we'll be asking I'll be I'll do sort of like a snake draft too I'll, I'll try to go I will do my best to go in uh Reverse order through the guys, so, n- so nobody's first all the time. Um, so here's how it's gonna work: uh, the first ten brands. Oh, there we go. Abe smoking the diet sarsaparilla. Oh, nice. That's who I um, That cigar really came out good. Um, all right. So the first ten, br- I tried to pick brands that I felt like there was there's something going on with them. You know, in some fashion. Um, couldn't always do that, but most of these there's something going on. So we'll do ten brands to start with. Do our commercial break. We'll come back with five penny stocks. Penny stocks are lesser-known brands or possibly new brands, and then we'll end with five more. And then we'll just sort of see how the guys did, how they fared. Are they bullish? Are they bearish? Is A buying a lot? Is he selling a lot? I mean, that's what we're going to find out tonight. I'm and- selling a lot, bro. This is the I first a big time. To pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm first time a I think we've had a, a retailer on on this segment, which is. You know it's, well, We had Scotty a little,
1: um, We had Scotty
0: Oh yeah we had Scott But you know Like Abe's like uh, A real re- <laughs> Oh that <laughs> was no, <laughs> Jordan wait, 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 wait.
1: Jordan I, I've never done Sorry, this Scott.
3: before Why do I have deja vu I've done this before
1: No we did it on your show Really yeah.
3: I must just do it In my head then Yes Didn't I do one during COVID
2: Wasn't I on one of these During COVID I swear I don't, I've done one of these shows Maybe before. Maybe you
1: did Maybe I'm wrong
2: That was like five years ago though So who can remember
1: I'm sure I'm sure that, that Jordan's wrong about that. You probably did, Abe. No. Uh, all right. So I'm always right. Let's, let's jump right into it. I'm almost it.
3: willing to bet a signed bill on it, but go ahead.
1: We're going to jump right into it because we have a lot to cover.
3: Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room.
1: We have 20 brands. And, Abe, I'm going to start with you, my friends.
3: Of course you will.
1: This brand has gone through a recent transformation. Um, and so I'm super curious to get your take on this. Abe, are Sell. you – are you going to buy? Are you going to hold? Are you going to sell on room 101 brand?
3: Oh wow. Um and I can only hold three times, right? Correct. I'm buying. Wow. Tell us why. I thought you wanted to keep everything short. Well, I mean, I want to paragraph. I, I want to get a little flavor for your <laughs> for your pick. Oh, it's taking a little bit too extreme. Okay. All right. No problem. Um so look, I was I can't remember who I was just I just had an in depth conversation with somebody about this. If look, when you when you work with people, whether you employ them or whatever, like the way I always look at things is look, some people are hammers, some people are saws, some people are screwdrivers, you know, and if you learn how to use people right, you'll get the most out of your team. If you try to cut a piece of wood using a screwdriver, it's never gonna work out well. I think if general gets this relationship understanding where they could do a lot of the stuff that Matt really doesn't either excel at or like to do or not interested in and give him the artistic birth to do what he's really good at. I think it's going to be a very good relationship. Um, It's just going to really come down to that point. So I'm buying. He's
1: buying,
4: baby. He's
1: buying on Room 101. Aaron, are you going to buy, sell, or hold Room 101?
4: Uh, I'm going to buy as well. Um, One of these days, General's going to get this process right. And I think it might happen with Matt. Well, I do.
1: Okay. I, I, I won't say my part yet. Uh, surgeon, McTavish, what do you think?
2: Shockingly, I am also going to buy. And b- building off of what Abe said, you know, when you think about Matt, Matt is like the tip of the spear. So, you know, he's, a, he's, he's not a blunt instrument. He needs to be used in a particular way. There's a lot of energy coming out of the show. So, you know, maybe this will change next year. But right now, it seems hot. There's a lot of excitement. Uh, I'm, I'm buying because it, it seems like it's an uptick.
1: Uh, I'll go to Jordan. Jordan?
0: Uh, I'm going to sell. Um, if we were doing uh, Matt Booth, I would buy. Uh, good for him. Uh-huh. Uh, but if we're, if we're doing General, I would buy because I think he can actually – he's going to boost up some of their other brands. But Room 101 Cigars as a brand itself, I think, will – well, that's more of a sell. It's, that's going to go down. Uh, Davidoff had the money to let him do what we wanted to do. So does General, but they, they tend not to actually, uh, you know, they tend to go on the cheap side, even on their more expensive stuff. I don't think room one we're going to see better stuff in one, Room 101.
3: Is Ooh. anyone keeping a tally? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no? yeah. Right, and good,
1: good. Uh, we also have, if the last show rated these same brands, which is before the trade show, I'll tell you how the last show rated the brand as well. We didn't. Nice. All, not all of them are the same, uh, but I'm going to buy. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to buy on Room One One. Um, I feel like um, th- this is a good match. Like they lost Rick Rodriguez and they get Matt Booth. Uh, they need some some personalities in the stable.
3: That's almost a, that's almost an uptick.
1: And so they get a, a really good personality uh, in the stable, and so. So I'm buying. I don't, I don't know if I'm spending a lot on this buy, but I am buying. Um, and I will tell you guys uh, before we move to the next brand that um, last time on the show, last time on the show, everybody, everybody but me sold on Room 101. That was before the purchase. That was before the general purchase. So you had um, you had uh, Scott Braban, Baird Duplissy, uh, Cigar Coop. And Jordan, and myself, I held on room one hundred and one. Everybody else sold. So, what does that tell us? It tells us that this acquisition has given the panel and people a positive vibe for room one hundred and one. So that's interesting. Boom, right off the bat. Um, so that means you made the right call. I held. Yeah, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I did. You made the right I say call. I made the right call. Oh, you haven't made the right call yet, <laughs> Jordan. Jeez, we're gonna get we're gonna get a lot of this in this show from Jordan. All right. Let's go first on this one to Aaron Loomis, developing palettes. Um, would you buy, hold, or sell on Foundation? Nick Malilo.
4: I am buying. Um, you know, Nick kind of he missed trade show last year. Um, kind of had a lull in releases, except for some of those perfectos. But I think with um, some of the new lines he has coming out this year, that buzz is going again. There was a lot of traffic in the booth. Um, I think kind of the, the shine is a, is a bit back and uh, I, I'm buying in on it.
1: He's buying in. All right. Um, uh, McTavish.
2: So if this was last year, I would have either been hold, probably hold on foundation. but I'm gonna echo what uh, Aaron said. I think first of all, uh, he he generated a lot of excitement to the show. I've smoked a couple of his new cigars and I'm impressed and I don't impress easily. Uh, so that's a, that's a strong buy for me. I think um, you know, this the latest uh omha Ome, what? Olmec is coming out uh Olmec. it's coming out what this next month. So uh, you know, that'll be uh, interesting to see those reviews come in, but I think I think it's gonna be a solid buy.
1: All right. Abe, what do you think? Who are we doing? Foundation.
2: <laughs>
3: I know, I could read the comments. Now Nick's a buy. I love my boy Nick. You know, I mean, listen, I can only have three holds, so it's either buy or sell, and I'm not selling Foundation, so it's
1: definitely a buy for me. Abe's going by. Jordan, what do you think?
0: Yeah, uh, I was, I think the past couple shows, I was either a sell or a hold on Foundation, and it always hurts me to, to do that. I love Nick so much, but now, uh, you know, this was a great show. Um, yeah, the, like uh, John said, the Olmex, and then also that High uh I think it's like called like a Sojourn or something. that the got look cool as well. Um, I'm definitely a buy on this one.
1: I'm also buying based on the strength of his uh, new product. I, I'm always a Nick fan. I did get a little worried about him. In fact, on the last show, I was a sell on Foundation on the last show. he one of my holds. Jordan, you used the holds. Coop was a buy, and Bear and Scott both sold. So mm. here we have two brands right off the get-go that I think, guys, have done well for themselves um, just based off of, this summer. this has been a good summer for both of the first two two brands. Uh, very interesting. Let's go uh, first to the next one. We'll do um, McTavish. McTavish, oh. would you buy, hold or sell on Feryotago?
2: Oh boy, uh, I can get myself in trouble with this one. Uh, I'm gonna go hold on Tango. Oh, a hold um, right off the bat. I like it. I, I, I'm gonna blow You're one of my three holds. Um, I'm I'm still not sold on uh, the marketability of of the brand. Uh, I think there's a couple things going on. I think that the the price point is is a bit of a challenge. Uh, I think that Michael is the right guy behind the helm, and I think you know, given another year, I think this brand can be very hot on the market. But this is this is a very uh, cautious thing right now, and I, I think I think I got a hold.
1: Interesting. Um, mm. Holding on Ferriotago Abe. What do you think? Um, yeah. Uh,
3: definitely not blowing a hold on Ferriotago I mean, look, I know Mike, <laughs> and, and you know, the, the price the price is only on the Ferriotago line. The, the timeless stuff is not is not, you know, his his main yeah. core line is not exuberantly priced um no i know michael's business acumen i know his dedication i know his his hard work um I, i think it's gonna be a long road i don't think it's gonna be a quick path to thing but i'm definitely not gonna waste a hold on this one um if i'm a gambling guy i'm gambling on mike i'm gonna get in now while it's cheap
4: and buy i like it aaron your thoughts uh, I'm also going to buy, and a lot of it kind of goes along with what Abe just said. Um, you know, the new stuff is uh, pricey, but the, all the core line stuff that has been around for a while that is going to be the bread and butter for the brand uh, is not priced like that. Um, and it may not get a lot of kind of the social media buzz because it's not what's new. But there's you know that is still out there, and that's probably what's going to allow them to continue to do these higher priced limited edition offerings. So, um, like Abe said, it's probably gonna, it's you know it's going to be a a, a long long haul to get you know to that uh kind of i think market exceptions to these higher end lines but um i still think it'll it'll happen so i'm i'm a buy
1: i'm a buy too i'll go before you this time jordan i'm a buy too and i'm buying mainly on the strength of his opening releases and a lot of it has to do with with mike yeah uh, I, I i'm i'm sold on him it's just like a company that has a really great ceo and you're like you feel good about the guy that's in charge I feel good about Herrklots, so I'm buying. Jordan, what about you?
0: Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Like, Herklotz is like a Terrence Riley or Nick Malillo, like that kind of personality. That's a win right there. And then if, as long as you have some good cigars to go along with it, and of course he does. The timeless, timeless is great. Uh, you get the Apoca. Metropolitan's not my jam, but you know there's a big fan base for that. And then uh, I think that the the Ferro Tego stuff is some of the better cigars I've smoked in the last couple of years. Uh, I'm a, definitely buying on this one
1: definite buy so he got um well uh other than john um right that was a full a full on
2: not e- not easily impressed so.
1: yeah well well, what are you gonna do <laughs> um, what are you um so gonna do? so right now um a so lot nothing's of... been a full there's... buy or a full sell yet no and there's it's it's but it's definitely been uh or his foundation no 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 oh yeah yeah it was it was it was 500 so
0: Foundation.
1: Foundation's a full buy. But every, pretty much so far, everybody's been pretty uh, bullish, right? Everybody's buying. Yeah. All right, let's go back to Abe. Abe, are you going to buy? Are you going to hold? Or are you going to sell uh, Romacraft stock? I'm selling. Mm, why?
3: Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, look, I, somebody in the business who's in retail, I, I've kind of watched this brand uh It's been, uh, Skip, Skip, this is no offense, it's just, I mean, it's not personal. Um, I just have seen less talk about it over the last two years, less people posting about it over the last two years. Um, I I, I don't see it, at least in the universe that I exist in, not as relevant um, as far as in the consumers. Skip has done very, very good at developing a very core foundation of People who follow him and love his brand and listen. I've smoked his cigars. He's been here. He's giving me cigars I think his cigars are excellent um, Skip model skips model limits his ability to grow as a company and to make more product for More consumers so it's always gonna be limited and in today's market. It's hard to keep all them their attention span for long periods of time so um, it's not something I would invest in long-term for growth. And, and that's the way he structures his company. So for me, it's a
4: sell. All right, Aaron, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to use one of my holds here. Um, and uh, part of it kind of goes along with what Abe says. I mean, you, they have a kind of a like limited market in regards to the, how much they're going to produce. But I also think there's been um, a little bit of damage to the brand kind of through some social media arguments, I guess, in the mm-hmm. past that have kind of brought on some i guess negative connotations to the brand and some people have kind of chosen sides on things like that so i think that kind of hurts a little bit i mean i know there are the core followers and things like that and um there are some cigars in the portfolio that are good um i just like the most recently like the Baca, i just didn't think kind of panned out the way i think everybody was hoping um so i put on a hold for now
1: all right uh john
2: It's interesting, one of the criteria here is marketability of cigars. One of the big things that they just did is they took over a new factory and they took over a new storage facility for tobacco which is exactly the moves you need to grow your business, make more cigars, get more product out there. And so if this was last year, I would have said hold because they weren't making that move. But they've made that move this year and that is all the criteria for a solid buy. They're in a growth trajectory, they're going to be producing more cigars. I think the cigars they do produce sell well. I think they have a strong engagement with their core audience. Uh, I don't see anything other than a buy on this one.
1: Wow! So McTavich, is—he's—he's he's buying on the narrative, and uh, there's nothing a, wrong with hes, he, he's nothing wrong Canadian. with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a good—that's a good point. Uh, I'll go Sorry, first eh? on this one again, Jordan. Um, it, until until they can come out with another cigar that grabs people's attention, and I think they will. I have no doubt that uh, Skip and Mike will. Um, I, I still have to sell the stock right now just because there hasn't been anything in a, two or three years. Um, I feel like they, they, like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying that these guys are terrible and they're tanking. It just, there hasn't been anything for a long time that's grabbed anybody's attention. So for me, it's a sell Jordan.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was a sell last time and I don't think much has changed. Uh, John, what you were saying was kind of interesting. Uh, they would always in the past, have would always said they don't, they have no interest in growing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of interesting. Uh, but other, I mean, their cigars are good. Good marketing. Um, I like their cigars, but they too divisive, um, and I just don't see any any anything that they've released that's given me a signal to to give them a buy. I'm still selling this. And you
1: got that right, Jordan. You said divisive. That's it's divisive, not divisive, right? Yeah. Right. We, as long as we get that right tonight, sure. I think that's good. Uh, last time on the show. Ever, was that
3: ever in question?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, is that an like inside joke? Thing? I say divisive, that's, that's and, divisive. I, and apparently that's wrong. Oh, okay. And so, Divisive but, is not a word. Okay. You know, division is a word. I don't say division, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it's not a
3: word. What we tell you? I didn't make up the English language. I just followed it's the just, rules. Well, I, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> divisive.
1: <laughs> uh, last time on the show, CoopBot, BearBot, and Scott Held on Romacraft. Um, so those so it was like right in the middle there with a score of 250. Um, all right. Let's start off this next one uh, with Aaron. Aaron Loomis. Now, this, this one could be really interesting because of this past week. Aaron, how much do you know about NFTs? And are you going to buy, hold, or sell La Flor Dominicana LFD?
4: I'm buying. This NFT is going crazy, um, so I think you could only buy just based on that at the moment. It seems like they have uh, thoughts that they're going to be able to produce, you know, three hundred fifty cigars a month. So that's a good sign going forward. Um, so yeah, I'm i in I'm in on it. Uh, I think this NFT thing is cool. Um, got a new release in the Solis as well. So yeah, I'm buying an LFT. Do you own any NFTs, Aaron? I do not.
1: All right. <laughs> I,
4: I, you know, I, I, I don't buy into the scam. I'm just, okay, seeing other people spend $90,000 on Ethereum. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> All
1: right, McTavish, what do you think?
2: Uh, I'm also going to go with buy. Um, I was, and this is really based on how the NFT has played out. I thought it was going to be a strong sell, or a strong buy, pardon me, based on the first NFT. I thought they were going to come out of the gate, you know, big money, and they did. And I thought it was going to, you know, fall off pretty sharply from there. That's not at all what we've seen. We've seen heavy, heavy bidding action on, I think we're up to four now, and all of them are selling for way more than I thought they were going to. So uh, I think it's just whether you, you understand the concept or not. Uh, you know, I realize you're bringing NFT to a market that's extremely traditional, in a market where a lot of people don't even have uh, point of sale machines, so they don't even know what an NFT is. But uh, yeah, it's it's a buy all day long.
1: All right, uh, Abe. I know you carry NFTs in your leather wallet in your back pocket. Uh, are you buying, holding, or selling on this LFD?
3: Well, I mean, I mean, look. If we're gonna, if 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 we're gonna talk about if, if NFTs, and if they keep making NFTs. I'd buy it by the caseload, right? Because they seem to be very <laughs> successful at that. Yeah. As far as being successful in making product and keeping production at a rate that their stuff's not empty on the shelves all the time, whatever, that's a different story. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of how the business is run on a day-to-day basis as far as and this has nothing to do with the product because you can make great product but it's not out there for people to sell. What use is it? or people to smoke? Um, but they put a lot of effort in this NFT project and, you know, 350 cigars a month. I mean, they made that all in before where they sold one FT and it's sitting there waiting to be sold in the warehouse. They're not making this as they go. Um, I, it's a hold. Okay. How many holds is he? It's using? a hold for me. That's his first That's hold. That's his first one. First hold.
1: It's his first hold. Uh, but who's counting my holds? Who's holding my we holds? We got it. We got it. My first um, one. So, um, Jordan, nobody knows more about NFTs, at least on this show. Uh, do then, love me some crypto. Then you, uh, you actually know what's going on here. Uh, well, it's
0: I, it's cool. Um, like John said, it's the, it, as an industry, people would have a hard time grasping this. But the way that they came at it was more from the retailer side. You know, usually with an NFT release, there's uh, 10,000 of them. Right? 10,000 10, tickets, basically. And that can get you all kinds of stuff. But with this, there's just... They kept it to seven so that the retailers could bid on it and kind of like the same way that padrone did the the 50th anniversary humidor like if you got that humidor you had access to fill it and this is just a smarter way of doing that you have access to the humidor to okay, refill, is it really to sell if you're going to you're your gonna look, at from
3: a, you're gonna look at it a business position if we're looking at it business-wise and i'm trying to keep it short there's
4: nothing that makes sense for it business-wise one. Um, for, LFD, for LFD, it limits them to have to make 350 cigars a month, which they can probably handle that level. Listen
3: to me, LFD will make fucking 50 cigars a month if people are paying them $90,000 for NFT, they don't give a crap. <laughs> I'm talking about on a consumer. These retailers are trying to buy it. I've done the math, right? It makes absolutely no sense because I don't think whatever they think they're going to sell this for is sustainable for the duration and time it's going to take them to even break even. Sure. So, the, you're talking about so that,
0: afterwards the retailer selling it. I'm just saying the the NFT is a cool way of having the ticket towards to the humidor that you can then sell to another retailer or anybody else in the future. You can just sell the NFT, and now you've transferred ownership. Along it's with guarantee, it's production. a nice way of transferring ownership. Uh, mm, but
3: oh yeah, All right, if, you, if you say so.
0: But you know, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm a buy. This is really cool. as an old school company embracing the technology. Uh, everything they make is is always really good, and I think it's fun.
1: I'm also a buy. I, I I don't know, you know, where this goes. Um, I I don't totally uh, get the whole thing, but it's you're on board I, the NFT
2: train. I,
1: I asked him at the trade show, like, what do you think? What do you just imagine, um, Anthony? They, these are going to sell for Tony Bones, That's and he said, um, he said, wow, well, that'd be really cool if they sold for like 35k. And obviously, they've sold for way more than that. So good on them. And so I am a buy as well. I think McTavish, you're first on this one.
2: Uh-oh.
1: Um here we go. Um CAO.
0: Oops, oh, sorry. Goodness. That's not
1: C- There's there. There's CAO Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> right. <Red> is in. <laughs> McTavish, what do you think?
2: CAO uh, is a sell. Um you know, I think I think the core line does really well, but as a brand, I just I, You know, consistently now for the last 18-24 months I just feel like it's been uh, rudderless on the ocean and you know there's no seeming direction on a consistent branding tech uh, strategy or uh, line strategy it seems like they get excited about a new project and then you know it sells for six or eight months and then they just forget about it. Um, You know they've got some really cool core concepts that they haven't really continued to develop so uh, like as far as I can tell they just they exist on the shelf but they don't seem to be going anywhere so that's a that's an easy sell for me
4: all right Aaron I'm gonna sell as well um, that, you know since the original Amazon basin I'm not sure that there's really been anything that's been all that exciting out of CAO um, and um, with you know Rick leaving I know that was kind of his baby um, you know I'm assuming that Justin Andrews steps in to help that out and who knows if Matt Booth's going to step in. I I just don't know what that looks like for, for the moment, but, um, just as its performance has been, um, yeah, it's just not something I'm interested in I'll sell.
1: yeah. And you're right, Aaron, you make a good point in your comment that remember, folks as you're watching this, we're, we're basing this on our perception, you know, right now. Yeah. We're, we cannot think into the future as well, but we don't know that. So, um, um, Right, We're kind of going off of where we're at now. And and rudder. who said rudderless? Was that John or was that Aaron? Um, John. John. All right, Abe, your thoughts to add to CAO.
3: Eh, CAO is a sell for me. Mm. You know, I just, uh, you know, outside of Flathead, that's kind of a lost distraction, amazon Basin. and I see nothing brilliant or exciting heading down the pipeline for CAO.
1: Yeah. Jordan, what do you think?
0: Uh, before, before Rick left, I wasn't the biggest fan of their cigars, but I liked him. Now he's gone. What's, why would I buy CAO to sell?
1: Yeah, I have to go with all of you guys. I think that's our first unanimous uh, choice to sell, 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 sell. Did I say enough sells? Was that five (laughs) sells? Five sells on that one. Um, Aaron, I think you're first on this one, right? Maybe. I doesn't really matter. As long as I break it up a little bit, um, (laughs) This one, I don't know. Um, we've had this one on the show so many times because, yeah, yeah uh, we oh, well. have. Um, Aaron, Quesada. Uh,
4: I'm buying. Um, I'm excited about the 75th. I'm excited about the of Magnet Connecticut. Um, I don't know what to say. Uh, I know it, they seem like it was a the brand seemed like it was kind of like on life support maybe yeah. two <laughs> years ago. Um, but uh, I'm going to buy back in.
1: Dude, that that it was it was intubated. I uh, mean, a couple of years ago, it was at the it was two weeks yeah. left. It seemed like
4: um, <laughs> uh, Abe, you... no, no, nobody signed the NDR on that one. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Abe, what are your thoughts on Quesada?
3: Hmm. I, I I I was I think I swear it was asked last time I was on the show. Um, yeah,
1: I'm gonna have to say sell still. Oh, still sell. All right. You're not you're not as impressed with the new offerings,
3: huh? Um, it, it's, your new offerings without being able to connect to the consumer base is going to be hard. There's so many people out there right now. Look, I, I was shocked this year at the trade show. There was more new companies than I could ever imagine. I walked around every corner and said, wow, what brand is that? So it, it's just so hard, and they were so stagnant and off-the-radar for a while, and I know they're trying to make moves to come back, but I don't know if I'm, I'm buying into it all yet, so um, I'm not sure I'm going to burn a hold on Casada because I was in sell mode before, so I think I'm still in sell mode.
1: Alright, McTavish?
2: Yeah, I, I'm with Abe. I don't want to... My gut instinct is I want to burn a hold on them, but uh, I think we're only at, like, brand number seven, so I'm, I'm afraid of what the future brings. Uh, I am excited about some of the new offerings. It was great to see Manolo at the trade show, there seem to be a lot of excitement around some of the new releases, so uh, it's a it's a tentative buy for me as well.
1: All right, Jordan.
0: Um, I think I'm going to use one of my holds on
1: oh, this one. Jordan, I like you what you hold. know. I
0: agree with what most of what Aaron was saying. Uh, I've always been a fan of the Casa Magna line, and we know that they can make some killer cigars. You know, every time Michael Herklotz gets something out of that factory, it's amazing, and uh, the. The Manolo 70th was great. Uh, they make great cigars. Uh, it seemed like there was a bit more buzz going on at the booth. Um, I'm going to give them a hole.
1: Well, Jordan, you stole my thunder because that's what I'm going to burn my first oh, hole on as well. Um, oh. I, I I would – I normally I would say oh, this is a sell. I think I've sold I've, – I've said sell six straight times until tonight. Um, but just – giving them a little love I think I feel like love. they're I feel like they're going in the right direction
0: but I, I, for, I should have added I feel like they should they should drop the Oktoberfest that's like a mm. that's a Terence thing you know that was fun it's not really who they are anymore drop the Oktoberfest yeah it's a little played out
1: yeah, yeah. all right um so I'm going to hold on that one all right we have 3 left to go before the break um <sighs> here here we go let's start with Abe on this one Abe are you going to buy are you going to hold or are you going to sell on viaje
3: um, eh, I'm gonna sell. You know, it's a brand we tried. We bought in the models very hard as far as retailer. I think this is another guy who's developed his very core group of people. I don't see it growing much past that core group at any point. Um, long, you know, and, you know, these buy sells is not always has nothing to do with quality of products. So I want to make sure I make that clear. Sure. to of course, stars. Um, but uh, it, it, you know. I, I can't even tell you the last time I saw uh, Parker. So, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely a sell. I'm not going to burn a hold. I'm definitely not buying it.
1: All right, let's jump to McTavish. What do you think?
2: Yeah, it's an easy sell for me. I haven't been excited about Viaje in a while. And, uh, you know, I think we've been reviewing a lot of Yahi cigars the last couple of years. And uh, to be honest, every time they come up in the review cycle, it's just it's just not something I get excited about anymore. And uh, I don't see a lot of excitement online about the brand anymore. Um, so, you know, I think there's potential, but uh, I'm not going to burn a hold on them. So it's going to be a sell for me.
4: All right. Loomis. Yeah, this is an easy sell for me as well. Um, the The releases seem to be like very frequent, uh, but low volume and they just kind of pop up here and there and you don't know really what they are. And when you do pick one up and you smoke it and you're just like, mm, I'm not really excited about this. It's just like, just seems like a bunch of just random things put together that don't work out so it's a sell
1: alright um, Jordan I'll go before you I guess this time uh, I gotta go sell I, I love Andre he's a great guy He he's fun to talk to super cool dude but it just feels like he isn't even engaged in any way in the industry whatsoever and if I'm gonna invest my money I need a CEO that is engaged in his brand and is pushing his brand to succeed and I don't see that at all uh what do you think jordan yeah it's like like a hobby yeah
0: yeah easy sell i mean uh, i love what andre did and brought he kind of brought in the craft beer style into the cigars did that was fun uh but you know they just it won't tell you what's involved in any cigar it you could grab any one of their random cigars as a zombie it's a uh wild turkey or something who know? i don't know what it is why would i be interested in that i i feel like the last time i was interested in viaje was like 2011 or 12 uh it's gotta be a sell.
1: so a universal sell on that one that's only happened uh with the cao um all right um mctavish we'll go to you on this one la polina
2: oh um gosh uh that's gonna be a sell for me um you know a little bit like viaje i think 2012, 2013, that was one of the hottest brands going, but um, it just seems like it's been in a continuous down curve in terms of market excitement, you know, they come out with a new release, you get excited for it, and then you smoke it and you're like, it's just not what it was. And so I don't see the brand popping in the market like it used to. Uh, I think they're trying, but uh, it just doesn't seem to have that that panaz, so uh, that's going to be a sell for me.
1: All
4: right, Loomis. I'm selling as well. Um, I think the classic, when they released the classic, that killed the brand, um, and that's been years ago. um, It's just they've gone through just weird packaging designs, um, and uh, the cigar quality has kind of gone downhill since that classic was introduced, and they just haven't been able to recover from that. So easy sell. All
1: right, Abe. <laughs> oh. oh no Why would you say that about Sam Phillips on the air, Abe? That's terrible. Did you get that did you get all that?
3: Really bad idea to have a retailer on the show. <laughs> oh man. Interesting.
2: <laughs>
3: I don't like this three hold cap. It really is. <laughs> Listen, I love Sammy, and I love the guys over there. The products are good, but they just, I don't know. They're not finding a way to be relevant enough or stay connected with the people. I don't want to burn a hole.
1: What number are we on? This would be nine.
3: Yeah, I don't know who you got coming up in the second half.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to sell. All right, I'm going to sell, too, and I love Sam. He's one of my favorite guys in the entire industry. Sammy I know I know Sammy you can turn this bad boy around but you gotta maybe it'll be maybe that new Goldie will be amazing and if it is hopefully on the next um on the next edition of this I will buy but uh, right now I can't I just can't do it Sammy gotta sell Jordan what do you think
0: I feel like the last la Polina I was psyched about was the Mr. Sam hmm. what was that 2013
1: yeah yeah.
0: They, I mean,
1: yeah, for a long time I mean, yeah, so long.
0: Aaron said it was with the classic. I don't remember what came first, the classic or the. I feel like it was when they came out with that LP o two o one and 02. Oh, the classic
4: was way before that. That was, way before, was that. way before. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. what, the, when they came out with their new logo, I don't know. That was around the time where I started to fall out of favor. I mean, the they they go with so many factories. It's like, how can they keep a consistency? Where they have factories in every country and multiple factories in every country. Like I. It's there's no consistency. It's cool that they're doing the Goldie, uh, the OG Goldie again this year. That's fun, but uh, that's definitely a sell for me.
1: All right, last one before the break, boys. I'll go to um, Abe. Should I go to Abe first? Do it. All right, Abe. Like are yo you gonna on me. Are you gonna buy? You're gonna hold? Or are you gonna sell on Gurka? <laughs> You you can't use that. You only get to use that I once. Think we're, I think <laughs> we're having a Your boys. Fuck. <laughs> we huh. Well, I'm glad we got um, your opinion on that. Cool. So,
3: so that was yeah, very insightful. Seriously. Um I think I'm going to hold. I'm going to burn a hold on this one. Um Ooh. Yeah. But look. Look, they You I only got one left, system. baby. I know. They 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 they, they um they do a lot of business. People are buying their products. I see it. Um, I think they made some good moves with some of their work with companies like Ag and Orson, making good brands. Um, it's funny because I just had a really conversation. People are going to laugh at me in this. It's going to be embarrassing. But, like, I didn't bring in pure evil because I felt a little universally karmically affected if I would sell something that literally called pure evil. Yeah, so, evil. Yeah, yeah. I see what That's you're what saying. I yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, just... I, I I don't know. I I, I know. I I know they're making fun of me. Yeah, I know they're making fun of me about it. But you know, I just you know, even if I just said evil, I could have dealt with it probably. But what if it was just called Satan? Right? They might as well just put (laughs) six 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 on the box. I mean, I I I I, I literally couldn't do it. I felt bad being a purveyor of pure evil. Hitler's nephew.
1: I like that, Abe. You know what? Like, I think that's good (laughs) feedback that you're giving a, a brand. You're saying, guys, I'm not just gonna put. Anything in my store, like <laughs> words, do have meaning, right? I've and... Got some class. Well, <laughs> let, let's listen me, It's
3: funny because somebody from the customer says, "Well, if it's selling great, you're gonna not bring it in." I said, "Well, let me look. If I cared about stuff that's selling great, I would have carried water bongs and pipes, mm-hmm. as everybody Ooh, did around me in the last ten point. years. It's not just. It's not just about selling great, man. I just, to say, yeah, hey, I sell pure evil in my place, it just didn't didn't jive right in my car- karma universe, so. Gotcha. Um, but I can't say they're tanking. I, I know the business intimately, so I, I actually think it's a qualified hold at my point.
1: All right, Aaron, what do you think?
4: Uh, I'm going to sell. Um, I do like some of the moves they're making. Um, you know, Abe talked about uh, Agonorsa, but they also went, went with Artista for another uh, brand as well. Um, I, the Pure Evil and, the and I band. Like Ram. I
3: think Ram makes good stuff,
4: right? Yeah, um, and, and, and but the it's a Pure Evil thing. Though... I like start. Yeah, the band Sorry. on this pure evil does well. not fit Gurkha's track record, mm. I would say. Um, and I also I still have questions about the ownership of the company. So uh, I'm going to sell.
0: <laughs> Who's running this ship?
4: Wow, okay. Yep. Um, McTavish.
2: You know, it's weird because, you know, again, going back to marketability, and Abe kind of talked about it, but, like, they sell a ton of cigars. They sell a lot of cigars online. They sell a lot of cigars in stores. It's just... You know, when you brought up the pure evil, it's like, it's just not a cigar I'm excited about. So, when talk about like a brand that's popping in the marketplace, it just isn't popping. And, you know, I'm not going to, because we got, we got 10 more cigars plus some penny stocks to go. And I don't know what curves you're going to throw at me. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to burn a hold on them. I'm going to, I'm going to go sell.
1: Going to go sell? Um, I'm also going to go sell. Hey, Gurkha, I, I need a plan from you. You need to, you need to give me two or three good cigars in a row. I want to see some sort of, um, I, I don't like this strategy um, Guys, Abe, Aaron, John Of just every cigar that we make Is sort of like a one-off Like pure evil right. the, You know, like there's no I mean, I don't mind some of that Like I don't mind when a, a brand does a little bit of that Like this year we're doing just This cigar that doesn't really fit into our line or something But they seem like every cigar Doesn't fit into the line Like there, there is no yeah. continuity To the line yeah. I need some continuity I need Here's what I need from, from you Gurkha I need continuity from your line, and I need a, some, a string of pretty good cigars. If you give me that, I will start buying because Juan Lopez can freaking sell cigars. He's amazing, and he's a great guy, and I love that dude. But I need I need those things from you, Gurkhas. If you can do that, I'll buy. Right now, I'm selling. Jordan, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Are, like. Are you old Gurkha that's, like, making these crazy backpacks and swords and stuff? Or are you new Gurkha that we've seen the last couple of years where you're doing a little more classy agonor Salif style stuff? And this pure saying. evil like, is like, like, oh, no, we're old Gurkha yeah. Um,
3: yeah, like Revenant and San Miguel with some nice right. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you see pure evil. I'm like, Rrr. Right, you know, exactly. That's
0: exactly. So definitely a hold for yeah. me. Well, for me, it's a sub. For me. Right. Not for me.
1: All right, folks. Um... We have reached the halfway point of the show This show is sponsored by JR Cigars One of the world's largest online cigar stores JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes Plus a large selection of cigar accessories Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands Such as Romeo and Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and many more Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines such as the Drew Estate Nightshade or the limited edition Cigar Dojo 10th Anniversary Champagne, baby, by Perdomo. There's a few of these left. You can snag a box or two. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today at JR Cigar. Jordan, I'm sorry I I threw you for a curve on that, didn't I? What would you do? I jumped right into the commercial so fast. (laughs) I jumped into the commercial so fast that you didn't even have a chance to hit the commercial music. I
4: think
1: I got it. Yeah, you did pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, This is episode (laughs) 344 of Smoke Night Live. I am doing my best to, to push through, Jordan, because this morning when I woke up, my head felt like... I It was run over by a garbage truck, and I literally, <laughs> I was, Abe, I was this close to picking up the phone and calling you Ooh. and John and Aaron and saying, boys, shows off, can't do it. But I decided, what? I decided, you know what, what's going to happen is when the camera rolls and Jordan says action, I'm going to get the second wind and some adrenaline's <laughs> going to get flowing in the body. And how, gonna,
0: how much meds are you loaded up on?
1: Let's just say um, Dr. Fauci would be proud. Like I am. <laughs> I have. have fed
2: I, for days,
1: I, I've baby. got so many meds going through my system. I'm. I'm literally like a. I'm like Grand a Apple's crack. addict. medicine. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm going to be rolling around in the gutter later, like a crack addict. But um, <laughs> boy. we we are going to uh, get through, folks. We've done ten brands in the Scar brand stock, stock market. Would Stark. you buy, hold, or sell? Currently. I'm a 45% buy. Jordan, right. you are the lowest at 35% buy. Yes! Why, why are you cheering that? That's not, You don't have to cheer that.
4: Good for you, Jordan.
1: Um, Good a- for me. A- a-
4: Keep
1: right. it real. Abe is at 40%, so he's bearish. And believe it or not, Aaron, Mr... <laughs> Mr. Negativity is actually at fifty-five percent. He's a little bit bullish. You bull, you son of a bull. (laughs) Um, And John is also. See how misunderstood I am. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) John, uh, our our friend from up north, um, drinking milk out of a bag. He is also at fifty-five percent. So uh, the two developing palates cats are 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 bullish.
4: Yeah. We score everything 5.5 over at Development Palace. That's <laughs> so right. Yeah, Working yeah. out perfect. 5.5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't understand the
2: hundred point uh, scale. It makes no sense.
4: Now,
1: uh, getting to um, I've u- we've all used one hold except for Abe, who has used two. So Abe only has one hold to go, and no. it's only going to get harder from here. Abe, no! The next segment of the show, uh, cigar brand stock market. These are penny stocks. So. Penny stocks are lesser known brands or new brands. So now, these are tricky because you either, A, might not know a lot about them. So um, the stock's gonna be cheap though, right? Uh, penny stock is, is cheaper. But at the same time, you don't wanna throw away money, right? Like um, there's no sense in uh, buying $80 million worth of Dogecoin when it's you know gonna be worth a fraction of that a year later. So you still have to be careful Um, Abe, I'm going to start with you on this one. Um, The first penny stock that we have tonight is Dapper Cigars. Would you buy, hold, or sell Dapper Cigar stock?
3: So, yeah.
4: You have to explain to him who Dapper is.
1: (laughs) No, I know who Dapper is. (laughs) I know who Dapper is.
3: I I mean, look any of these guys it's 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 hard to, well so look there should be a fourth option if you're gonna lose, it's don't buy <laughs> because to say I'm selling means I've already made the assumption I bought it at some point
1: well we, right. we we're so kind of sure. we're, we're kind of making that assumption but it's almost like yeah, this Abe I'm, are you recommending a buy hold or sell to right. to other people
3: nothing against damp or anybody but it's such an uphill climb I know this brand building and company building Path intimately over the last 26 years. Some of my friends have failed miserably at it. Some of my friends have done okay. Very few have been successful at it. Um, so yeah, I, I just got to put a sell without even really knowing much okay. about it, just based on statistically of uh, smaller companies and brands getting start started. It, I just can't buy and I can't burn a hold. So all right, Aaron,
4: what do you think? Uh, I'm all in on Dapper. Um, great great cigars. Uh, Ian's a great guy, a California guy. Um, I really uh, enjoy talking with him. Um, He just seems like a a guy who's very humble and very interested in the tobacco, and he's open to uh, input from people and all those things. He's got great insights um, in his experiences. Um, I just like everything about it, so I'm all in.
3: McTavish well, That, that, make, oh, that makes him a great person But does that make him investable See this is what, this is what happens in, in there I like the cigars. But sometimes the guy
4: Yeah,
3: yeah sometimes that's but, all but, it takes Yeah I mean I mean, I, I just I, He's been on KMA I have only stores in South Florida So I can't talk on a national level But I do have a website And people email us And requesting stuff And it's just something That doesn't come across our radar Sure I mean that's yeah. the only thing I, mean, I can base something on Yeah
4: but that's no, why it's a penny stock. It doesn't have a huge footprint, right?
1: Right, exactly. Uh,
4: what do you think, McTavish?
2: There's just a great comment in the um, comment section about he's what Illusiona used to be. And I think that's a fantastic comment because Ian just he wants to continue to drive the brand and make it better. And he's got the passion. He's got the enthusiasm. They've been putting out good cigars. They keep they keep working at it and uh, I think they make great product so uh, to me especially as a penny stock it's an easy buy easy buy for me
1: all right Jordan what do you think
0: well I'd say illusione still is that but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'll go with a buy um I like I like Ian I like his passion they make good cigars most of their cigars are are, are pretty good there's there's no misses and there's a couple of hits and they have they have good they have good branding they do a really good job on social media they got gain a lot of traction there um, so and that's what a bu- boutique brand needs and so I'll give them a buy.
1: yeah I'm also gonna go buy. I mean I'm obviously I'm not throwing uh, my life savings into this it's a penny stock um, but here's what I do like about Ian and dapper you know how sometimes you find a guy and you just feel like oh like he blends cigars the way I like cigars, and so, and people always say all the time like you should invest in stock in the companies that you use, and his cigars are in my wheelhouse for whatever reason, and um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna buy on Ian, um, so there we go. Uh, let's start this time around with McTavish. Uh, this brand has bounced around a bit. Um, penny stock. What are you gonna do with Dissident?
2: Ooh, penny stock. Um, so, uh, boy, it's a good thing Coop isn't here. He'd go off for five minutes. Um, I think it's uh, it's it's great that the brand is back again. I think this is the what third shot at the at the at the market, um, which is you know it's interesting. But I haven't really seen anything out of Dissident that makes me so far want to buy. I think they're with a great company. I think Black Label makes great cigars. They got a great factory, new great factory. Um, but I'm not going to burn a hold on Dissident. So for now, it's a sell until I see something out of them that uh, that really pops.
1: All right, Aaron, what do you think?
4: Uh, I'm selling. Um, I just it's like it's just gone through the, the ringer a few times. Um, the the branding, um, the lifestyle, it's just not my thing. Um, I just don't. I wouldn't need, see a reason to invest in that. So I'm out. All right, Abe. Selling.
3: Yeah. I mean, if they are if they're brands that have been around a while and we haven't bought them yet, I literally didn't buy it in real life. How am I going to buy it now? So it's definitely so.
1: <laughs> uh, Jordan, what do you think?
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, yeah, the third go around, there's nothing really different other than that the owners have tattoos now. <laughs> uh, so, tattoos you know, are cool, though, right? If you're oh, into yeah, that, yeah, accounts, yeah. that can be cool. I don't know. Uh, it's a sell.
1: Yeah, unfortunately for me, it's a sell, too. Don't find any... Um, Anything that's I they I almost wish that the you know if the if the two the couple that got into this uh, sin and her husband seemed like great people they should have just started a new brand yeah should have started a new brand altogether made it might have got my interest Um, the the dissident thing is is long gone in my mind so that's a sell for me Um, Aaron this brand had a lot of buzz going into the trade show so I'm curious Aaron if you would buy hold or sell uh, with Freud cigars.
4: This is a tough one uh, because I haven't smoked any of the cigars yet, so I can't really base it on what I think of the cigars. Uh, But I am very interested in smoking the cigar that um, was been by Eladio Diaz, so there is a little bit of intrigue there. Um, But what I've heard from the people that have smoked some of the cigars is that it hasn't been favorable, so I'm not going to burn a hold, and I will just say sell for now on a penny stock.
1: You're going to sell on a penny stock. All right, Abe, what do you think?
4: It's a confident sell for me.
3: So <laughs> all right
1: McTavish I mean, no, no. wait no. I want to yeah. really no, oh. really
3: it's a conference sub because I'm going to tell you why I'm going to tell you a little story right so in my years of, of having stores there's been a couple times where guys who have been my managers a couple of them have went on their way and have have their own smoke in stores now and there's a couple who departed and went on to open up their own stores and there's this illusionment because you go there and you're there every day and they unlock the door and they lock the door and they're the manager. They think they know what it is to run a business. Every one of those guys who left that way, that whatever venture they did, failed. Not that I like that, I wish it out on them, but they never see what the whole picture of a company is. So There's nothing against Eladio Diaz as a blender or whatever, but if you're talking about there's more to a business of making a cigar brand a company than being able to blend good cigars. Number one mistake by most brand-new manufacturers, Right. Um, the image you're trying to portray is a tough one to break into. It's a very hard, you know, premium luxury. You know, it, it's hard. You you you've already taken the the cigar market and, and made it niche, niche, right? Cigar consumers is already a niche, right? Of you know consumers in the United States or the world. Now you've niched it more into people who now are smoke cigars. So, I mean, to to high end cigars, and like i i found it very odd i went to their informative website just to look them up at a trade show and they're they are buy buy our cigars now and it takes you to a business website um i'm not sure if the business selling it has anything to do with the ownership i don't see it anywhere but it, it becomes this identity problem then because then what you essentially now become is a retailer
0: right
3: you're just a retailer you're selling brands you're selling your brand now, i don't think it's I don't think they're selling it, but then they've connected either an outside retailer to buy our cigars now, which I don't know how any other retailer in the country is going to want to support your brand if that's what you're doing. So I don't think they've quite figured it out. I don't think they quite understood the path to whatever there is they're trying to do. So it's a definite sell. All
1: right. <clears throat> Surgeon.
2: Well, first of all, as representative of Canada, I just wanted to clarify, the word is niche. It's French. It's pronounced niche. Uh, I just thought that was one that of those words go,
0: I, you could flip-flop on, you know?
2: I mean, you can, but it's wrong, uh, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name we want. Uh, but I, I agree with Abe. Um, you know, we're in a pretty saturated cigar market, so, you know, if you're going to come out of the gate, I mean, listen, Eladio is, is you know, borderline genius, if not genius, in tobacco, man- tobacco handling, blending. Uh, So he's the right guy, but boy, oh boy, you know, coming into this marketplace with a super premium, not a premium, but a super premium brand at a super premium price, uh, that is all the hallmarks for we're not going to see at the next trade show. Uh, I haven't smoked it yet, so, you know, maybe when we have a chance to blow... However much that is the Developing Palettes uh, review budget on that, maybe my mind will change. <laughs> but, uh, boy, for now, uh, that's that's an easy sell. I think it's going to be you know a tough, tough year for them. I hope they do well. I think I'd love to see them do well. But in terms of a uh, stock buy, that's, that's going to be a sell for me in this market.
3: I, I'm not even sure about the branding. I don't know how that's relatable, how yeah. we're supposed to even be relating to that. Yeah.
0: That's what I was yep. just right. going to say. It's, it's just like such an
3: odd... It looks like they missed the mark on so many different levels of what to do with this. Well, no matter how good the cigar is.
0: Does anybody have like a positive view of like Sigmund Freud? Like, why would you? <laughs> like, it's like never a hammer and sickle. Like, why would you name your company your brand? The after first thing that comes to my but, mind is the
3: Oedipus complex. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: Ventura already did the psychology thing with the archetype yeah. series. Like, it's been done. Uh, I was kind of excited actually going into the show because um, the El- Eladio Diaz thing. Uh, but when we when we did the interview, the brand runner just didn't sell us on it very well. Um, and I haven't smoked the cigars, so for now, I'm a sell.
1: Yeah, that was the thing. I'm a, I'm a hard sell on this one, too. Like, going into the show, I thought, wow, this is interesting. Like, this could be an interesting brand um, just based on, on what we were hearing. But I got to say, guys, the interview I did with the guy, you know, he's a super nice guy. I mean, I don't want to crap on him or anything. But he he did not get me excited about these cigars in any way at all. Like... It, it was really strange and bizarre, so for that, um, it is a sell for me. All right, Abe, let's go to you on this one. Uh, this family, getting back into the business, um, CAO fame, um, Osgener. Is that how you say it? Osgener? The Osgener family cigars? Abe, are you going to buy it's, a whole or sell?
3: It's funny because the goat was actually asking me because it's spelled Osgener, but We just always said Ozinger. That's how I've said it. That's how everybody in the industry, I know they say it. So, um, look, I've known Timmy, I've known his dad um, from when I first got in the industry. Um, They built an amazing brand. They built an amazing company. Um, Timmy has done a very good job of selling and getting out of the spotlight. I mean, there was one guy that if I had to bet wasn't going to come back because that's one of these things. No one ever really kind of goes away in this industry. I think I can, name on, I can name people on maybe three fingers or maybe four who have retired, sold, gotten out, and actually left. I really would have bet that Timmy was never coming back, so I was shocked to hear he came back. But I know him. I know his personality. I know he's going to work the stores. Um, I know he is attached to this culture um so it's too early to sell uh maybe i'm a little bit nostalgic definitely not burning a hold but um i got i got faith just based on my history and track record of the family can it be repeated can it be done i don't know but if i'm gonna gamble i'll gamble on them i'm gonna buy
1: all right uh mctavish what do you think
2: so it's interesting because, you know, a lot of us who've been around for a while know the history there. But I would say that for a lot of people who are smoking cigars today, they, they don't have any idea who Tim Ozinger is or what he did in the industry. Um, I think a lot has changed in the industry since Tim was around. Um, I mean, we've seen a significant shift over the last eight, nine years in how cigars are marketed. Uh, the engagement online just wasn't a thing when Tim was in the industry. So it's, it's a radical shift. But Abe's right. I think you know he's the kind of guy that is willing to put in the put in the work, um, build that brand up. But it's too early to tell, and I'm gonna burn a second hold
1: Ooh. on, on Ozinger <laughs>
2: because I don't feel like we're in a place where it'd sell, and I'm not confident with the buy, so I'm gonna go with the with the hold.
1: All right, very well uh, well played. Um, it's gonna be rough for you at the end, maybe, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Aaron?
4: I'm struggling with that hold as well, but I'm not going to use it. I'm going to save it. Uh, I'm going to sell, uh, and the reason being is uh, maybe a little different. Um, I, you know, I understand the history. I understand the, you know, the time away and how that kind of can make people disappear and you know lose that kind of legacy in regards to who's buying at the time. But I also feel that this brand is walking into this. Muddy Pool of crowned Heads and Picciardo and Luciano Waters. And I'm not going to say it's the calmest of seas. So this is a little brand that's going to be in the middle that I think gets lost. Um, Aaron, I
1: think you nailed that. I'm selling pretty much for the same reason. I, I like what they're trying to do. Uh, maybe I'm going to miss out on the... You know, like I should have bought when it was like two cents and da 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 da. da. Maybe so. Maybe I won't make as much, uh, but I'm gonna wait on this one. So I'm gonna sell um, for the for the pretty much the exact reason that you just outlined, Jordan. What do you think?
0: Um, well, it's interesting. Like I I'd always ask guys, like even like one a year ago, I was asking Mickey Pig at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, like, what happened to those guys? Like, and he's like, well, What do you mean they sold? They're why would – they're good. I'm like, well, how do you actually get out of the cigar industry? Like, it's too exciting. Like, it's like how, the mafia. You can't you leave. You, you can't
2: don't, leave. And, and yeah. he was
3: you like, no. Oh, you don't he, ever you get out. And
0: then he's good. I'm like, I Why? thought I was out, and you let yeah, me back in. And you that don't was, me back, back in. in. That, that's one of those interesting things where it's just, like, slightly before my time, but it's interesting to me. Like, that was this, this former era that's kind of exciting. Like, what do they have to bring to the table? Um, and I feel like he's got to have something, especially being with – Having the backing of Crown Heads, which has so much buzz right now, and I've had the uh, I've had their more limited cigar that I can't even say the Pie Synesthesia or whatever, and it was really really good. Uh, I'm gonna go buy for
1: now. Oh, Jordan going buy, like it. Um, uh, can I say one more thing? Yeah,
4: no, absolutely. The better bands, like some of these bands. Their bands are hard to read, like it's oh, too glossy yeah. or whatever's oh, yeah. going on. They're terrible.
0: Their core can... brand can... band is terrible. Their Pie Synesthesia yeah. one's pretty good, I think.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that, the branding was is god-awful. Yeah. <clears throat> There's no doubt about that. It
0: actually that. kind of reminds me of old-school CAO, like just so much, like, gaudy <laughs> yeah. things going on. <laughs> all right,
1: this is our last penny stock. Um, by the way, everybody has fallen out now of being um, bullish entirely, and we're all bearish, except oh. for John, who's right in the middle, Um He's uh, he's teetering right in the middle there. Never be Uh,
0: lukewarm, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: Like like my football team, I just I just languish in the middle, never never doing. No, dude, your football team is at the bottom. It's so
1: Canada. (laughs) (laughs) The Jets are at the bottom, bro. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's I start with Aaron on this one. Uh, We had him on the show last Friday night. uh, Rick Rodriguez. He was out of the cigar industry for. 32 seconds um, Aaron <laughs> What are your thoughts On West T- Tampa Tobacco coming? Take that Matt Booth Yeah he holds the record now Cause yeah. Matt Booth Held yeah. the record For like a short time He was like out of the industry For like yeah. six months uh, Seriously Rodriguez I think it was less than a month I mean I, I don't know I'd have to go back and look But yeah. it wasn't It wasn't long
4: I have yet to smoke the cigars, but I'm gonna I'm gonna buy based on Rick. Um, You know he can sell, um, and uh, I think he's got um, I think he's got enough kind of connections and uh, relationships in the industry that uh, he can make a a push. Uh, So for a penny stock, yeah, I'd go I'd go for a buy.
1: That's good, Um, Abe. (laughs) He's thinking. Look, there's, the bait there's, in the there's, hole here. there's actually steam coming out of his ear.
3: <laughs> I mean, so I mean, look, I, I said it outright. I don't think I don't know anybody who bought the retirement story. I didn't buy it for a millisecond. Um, no one's retiring at that age. That's, I'm leaving, you know. Um, and I nailed it on the coffin. I said from the minute I heard he was retiring. Um, General
4: bought it. General bought it.
3: I don't think they did. I think I was a. I think I was a well con- rehearsed exit um i'm gonna have to sell Mm. oh how come listen i can't see i can't say listen i buy half of. i don't smoke half the stuff i buy i'm the only retailer on this panel you know so i mean it's not about whether i smoked it or i liked it it's never going to be the case on why i'm going to buy something um it's will it survive? Will it thrive? Will it be sellable? Is it going to reach the consumer base? Um, I think it's too early. I don't think it's worth burning a hole a hold at this point. Um, it's nothing. It's look. I mean, it's nothing against either the cigars or the people. It's just what the way I'm seeing the industry, and the market, and the way I'm seeing the consumer base relate, at least with my organization. Um, I'm not. You know, trade show came and left. We didn't bring the line in, um, and I haven't had anyone that I know of that's asked me or my organization are we bringing it in or are you carrying it? That's a telltale sign for me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's big buzz on all these new brands and and you know, the, the, at least one person will say, Hey, I saw this, are you gonna bring this in? hasn't happened to me. It's nothing against Rick or how awesome Rick is or his family of Rick or his cigars or any of these. It's just I I, I, I as a retailer didn't buy into it, didn't bring it in the shop yet. I don't see it yet. I don't see the consumer things for you know Um, demand for it yet, so for me it's a sell.
1: right, McTavish?
2: What do they say, they always say bet on black, you gotta bet on Rick Rodriguez, cause, you know, talk about a grinder in the industry, he's been around for a long time. If it wasn't Rick's brand, this would be an easy sell, but Rick is the difference maker for this brand, and uh, I think that, you know, if anybody can turn it around, start a new brand at this time in the industry, I think he's got a good chance. We're talking about a penny stock here.
0: Mm-hmm. If it
2: wasn't a penny stock, it'd be an easy sell. But I think with Rick at the helm, I'm, and I'm not going to burn a hole because I only got one left, and I have no <laughs> idea what you guys are going to throw at us for the future. Uh, I'm going to go with buy.
1: I like it. I'm also going to go with buy. Um, had him on the show, and he's, he's done a few things really uh, right already, right out of the gate. Um, one, he did yeah. not name the new company after himself. It wasn't uh, Rick Rodriguez Cigars. Right? Right? Yes,
0: pass it down yeah. baby he what? made
1: he made a really really smart decision there uh, the branding is good um, he also made a smart decision read the bands. yeah he also made a smart decision in that he didn't make his um, inaugural cigar have some sort of other name like um, that is the trap that a lot of companies fall into like protocol they make their first cigar protocol and then everybody thinks that that's the name of their company is protocol uh, Moyaru is with La Hugada you know like So Rick has done a whole bunch of things right already, right out of the gun. And I like the fact that he's motivated because of starting a company with his daughter. So actually, I'm a pretty solid buy on West Tampa Tobacco Company. Jordan, what do you think?
0: The the logo is pretty good. Looks like a sports team logo. Um, But the band, I don't think, is that good. It's way too oversized. I'm not not a fan of the band. Anyways. um, Cigars were good. Cigars, pretty good. I love Rick. I didn't... You know, I didn't love the cigars he was making at CAO that much, um, so I'm kind of torn there. Uh, but the 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 one I've had so far was better than most of the stuff I've had at CAO previously. Um, for me, I think I'm gonna burn one of my holds here. Oh, uh, he, I think he could do it, but it's gonna, you know, uh, he's got to prove it. to You're me holding a on a penny more.
1: stock. Yeah. Wow, seems like such a waste well, of a hold. I've got.
0: I've, <laughs> my second hold.
1: <laughs> all right, um, so that's actually a pretty good score for West Tampa. They're in the green. Uh, they get a 350 um, from the panel. so that's that's the uh, well them and dapper are the only two positives out of the uh, out of the petty stocks. Um, dapper had a 400. Uh, West Tampa had a 350 so uh, pretty good score from West Tampa. All right. I'm gonna start with you, McTavish. This is definitely the biggest brand that we will talk about all night long tonight, but they've had some interesting news this past week. So I thought we should bring it up, uh, McTavish. Would you buy, hold, or sell Arturo Fuente?
2: Listen, man. I mean, I could I could talk about some of the moves that they're making that I'm not happy with, but <coughs> excuse me. If you if you're talking about Arturo Fuente, uh, everyone carries them. They sell. They're a hot brand. Uh, I'm pretty sure they could put out anything, and they have because they put out something at the show that you can't buy and isn't in the store and. Everyone was freaking out about it, so I mean, if that doesn't doesn't say buy, I don't know what so, uh, says buy. Uh, as Terence just said in the comments, this is about the easiest buy on planet Earth. <laughs> um, buying Arturo Fuente all day, every day, and twice on Sunday.
4: All right, Loomis. Yeah, I'm also buy. It's pretty, I think it's pretty much no brainer. But um, yeah, I'm not. Uh, this whole Padrone Fuente collaboration is. Like, more confusing than NFTs. I mean, I don't understand if this thing ever, ever going to come to fruition. It's a lot less expensive, um, I mean, though. <laughs> yeah. It is. Well, you, you know what? A lot less expensive. If they were smart. What blockchain are you smart, on? If you're on Ethereum, it, I
0: mean, yeah.
4: If they just make it an NFT, they don't ever have to produce a cigar, and then we'll still see them at the same time. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it's a buy. I mean, it, core line, all that stuff, hard to find stuff, it, everybody chases after. it. it yeah, this you're gonna make money on this brand no matter what, so buy it. All right, Abe. Bye.
1: Abe, what did you think of uh, Liana Fuentes' uh, announcement?
3: Um, I, listen, there's nothing wrong with it. I I, I think um, a lot of times kids want to carve their own path. Like my daughter was even joking about, you know, you know, taking over the smoke in one day, I'm like you know, find your own path. Don't think that that's your option in life, you know. And I, I think she just gets excited when she comes around. She worked in the Great smoke in the warehouse, but you know, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. She might be interesting. I think the story would have resonated better if they said what she was going on to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't catch that anywhere. I don't know if anybody if I missed it or not. But um, listen, Fuente, Fuente is one of the pillars of this business. Fuente Pedrones. You, you know, it's like not buying General Motors. I mean, it's like you know, or whatever. You know, Warren Buffett stock. You know, Berkshire Hathaway. I mean, you just can't sell Fuente. It's the value of it's never going down. I don't think the company, in real life, has ever been less than it. It keeps going up every year, so it's without a doubt a buy.
0: It's Jordan, Apple what, stock, baby.
1: Yeah. What do you think, Jordan?
0: I don't know if they're Apple. They're they're more Microsoft. Oh. Come, <laughs> no.
1: come, come on, Microsoft. No. Well,
0: Apple. You know, Apple's more like Drew State or like mm. Think Different. You know. Okay. Um,
1: All right. I see what you're saying.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think she just kind of got bored with the cigar scene she'd never seen like she was really into the cigar scene Um, unless Carlito's leaving the company it's obviously a buy
1: yeah it's a a buy for me too actually I think this is a good move um, probably for uh, Liana and for the company Um, I I agree with Jordan Um, there was some sort of disconnect there um, so it, it, it didn't seem like she was really like paying attention to even what was when I interviewed her what was going on she couldn't you know talk about things that that seems that we su- knew super obvious <laughs> um i Listen, and there's a lot of there's
3: a lot yeah. of dynamic in a parent and child when they work together that's just not understood sometimes a parent doesn't want the the child to do it sometimes the parent that's all they want the child to do and the child's not really the same dream and the child doesn't yeah. know how to tell the parents this is not what i really wanted to do you know i i didn't want to take over my family business i got thrown into it i was there and what ended up happening is after about four years in i came here on vacation i never went home there's a lot of dynamics that goes on there it's never really you, you no one's supposed to be privy to and we're not privy to nor should we be privy to so who knows what the real story is but I think it's understandable that maybe she's time that she wants to create her own path, and I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think anything needs to be read into it. I mean, I, I hear the guys out in the lounge, sugar-chabbing. I mean, what are you talking? I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's, for me, it's not really a story. It's a statement.
1: Sure. Yeah. I agree. That's uh, so what I said. It, I think it's good for um, both. <clears throat> she's going to go to do something that's more she's more well, interested she's into, in. Yeah. And then that'll uh, free up that spot for somebody that's more interested in the. Uh, in the family brand. Um, all right, let's start with Aaron on this one. This is one of those ones. I still don't know how to say the name of this company. Um, Aaron, do you buy, McCallif. hold, or sell? McAuliffe. McAuliffe, McAuliffe, Michelle, McCallif. I don't know. Who knows? Michelle. I know. I'm Michelf. telling you, McAuliffe. Uh Aaron, what, what do you think?
4: <laughs> oh, This is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to use uh, my second hold on McAuliffe. Oh, um, you're so quick with that hold. You you just you had oh, it,
1: threw it right out there. Ready to go
4: this uh is your second
0: one yeah
4: I think it's my second one yeah um it's just a weird brand because they came out of the shoot like gold and brash with this huge booth and like their own cameras in the booth doing all kinds of crazy stuff and then they kind of disappeared and then they kind of came back and the booth was odd this year at the trade show for kind of what they were in the past so um, the cigars are okay um you know I I like Dan, and I think he's got a good business sense, um, but um, I think trying to implement it in the cigar industry is maybe going to be an uphill battle, so I'm at a hold here.
1: Okay.
4: Uh, what do you think, McTavish?
2: <clears throat> going right going right to the source. Boy, uh, I thought I had more time to think about this. I'm really torn. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm really tempted to burn my last hold on this one um, because I'm not in a sell position, but I'm not in a buy position. Um, I like what they're doing but you know I don't, I don't see the brand popping in the marketplace and you know I keep bringing it back to marketability like I just don't see people online talking about the brand popping. I don't see them a lot on the shelf and you know I got to be in Houston for a couple of days and, and tour some, some shops and I didn't see them. Uh, so at, at the risk of being a punk, uh, I'm going to burn my last <laughs> hold on on McAuliffe.
1: Oh, two holds in a row. Uh, okay. Abe, are you, uh, is somebody going to buy? Somebody sell? What do you think, Abe? How many we have left? After this, there's three.
3: So McAuliffe is, has a very unique way in how they want to market and reach the community in this industry. I like it. Um, they're very into it, and, they, and it, it's sim- it's similar to how we build our own culture. I'll tell you what, I, I know um, Amanda and Dan very well, and they are uber-intelligent people. Um, they know what they don't know. They know the mistakes they've made. And what I do like about them, which is a great sign, because I see this all the time in the industry, is when they make the mistakes, they are very quick to try to plan how they're going to fix it and turn it around, not barrel through it, not act like it never happened. Um... Uh, I think, look, I mean, there were years for a long time no one really talked about Tetuaje, you know. I think they are working an uphill battle because they're not going through traditional ways of, of, of marketing and getting out there. But I think long-term, it's going to build a more some solid, substantial core. Uh, we bought in the line about a year ago. It's built a good base here in our store, in our at our customers. Um, so um, I, I, I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy. I, I see... I see, I see the future potential in the skill and the intelligence that's at that company. That doesn't mean they don't make mistakes because they're a young company and they know it. They've made mistakes. I pointed them out to them. But when I do, they're very quick to adapt and fix things. So I I, 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 st- I, st- I think they got a good shot. So I'm going to buy.
1: All right, Jordan, what do you think?
0: Um, I th- my first experience with them, they came onto the scene with like this ultra-premium like $45 cigar. And I feel like the only way to jump out with a cigar like that was like the way Michael Herklotz did it where we already know something about you and we already know the the brand uh, you know the background behind you what you're offering uh, it just kind of put a bad taste in my mouth and um, but I think they turned things around a bit with the, the, this cult following they built um, but it just seems like that's already peaked uh, I, I've never been interested in a single cigar they've made I'm gonna have to go sell still
1: yeah, until they can make um a few cigars that 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 are you know people really want to smoke. Um I got to sell two. I'm selling on them. Um I don't know. I feel like there's a good future there. I, I know that they're trying like Abe said and they're they're trying to adapt and do things, but I need cigars that are good. Like that has to be the number 1 thing. And um I just haven't had How many of their cigars have you smoked, Eric? I don't know, six. I mean, six different Di- ones. Different. Yeah, you have. Okay. Yeah, uh, we we get a lot well, of stuff, and so and it's
0: another one of those ones where they almost every single one of them has the same band. You're just like, what? What am I doing here? I don't. What's yeah. the difference between these?
1: Yeah,
3: uh, branding is. Oh, it, that's one of the. That's one of the things that, that we've had discussions with. You know.
1: Yeah. So unfortunately, it's a sell for me. Um, start with Abe on this one, Abe. Um, this company's going through some changes, I think. Um, would you buy hold or sell in caldwell
3: you know I love robert i i I really really do um we got two after this one
1: after this one there's just two left
3: mm. i got I got one hold left Abe you've got
1: one hold left <laughs>
3: I, I you know, I, I think I'm just gonna sell. I, I you know, Robert does cool stuff. He makes good cigars. Cigars ain't bad. Um cigars are actually very good, some of them are incredibly good. Um I just don't know how full throttle he is in the cigar industry. I don't know if it's more of a um I don't know, but I, I don't see the base blowing up. I think he's got a good hardcore group of people who follow him. Um, I don't know how many new people are coming there. So um what did I say, I decided. Did I say sell? <laughs> I, I think you said saying. sell. Yeah. I, I Where were you I'm, going? I, 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 yeah. I just hate saying that about a friend. I mean, he is a friend. He's a dear friend. I, and you know, I I don't want to say when I sell sell these things sell that it's anything against the cigar line or the the, the owner because it's not. It's just that I think it's I think Robert's audience is limited. It's always been limited, and it's not a blowout growth company and you know like a guy like skim martin he may be happy with that i mean you know that's not the direction he wants to go but as an investor i yeah i'm not buying
4: all right loomis what do you think i'm gonna sell um i don't know the market ability of the brand is confusing to me um you have so many variations of things it's like you got to find out that these like these two letters are transposed in the fourth word of the name of the cigar to know that this is a different one than the other one. It's just like, and I don't even know where to buy them. Um, it and they're twenty two bucks now or however much they are. It's like it's like this crazy fluctuation in everything about the cigars. Um, there's been some good ones in the past, but it's just I'm lost. And it you know I I feel like I'm pretty in tune with things going on, but with that brand I'm lost. So I'm selling. Interesting. Uh, what do you think, John?
2: well so it's tough because uh he put he's put out a bunch of cigars that i really enjoy but um when i think about the brand and i think about like you know what's the growth of the brand where is the brand going and you you talked about you know some core engagement with some of their core customers and that's true but i just i'm not seeing that growth and he's been around for a long time Uh, i think lost and found was a hot project when he originally came out with it but i feel like lost and found is kind of lost in the current day marketplace and it's something that needs to maybe just kind of float away and, and not be a part of, of their brand anymore because I just don't, I don't see that really building them up as a, as a company. Um, the marketing is, is kind of confusing to me, you know, it's kind of Viaje-ish where like I don't really get it, I don't really know how to follow it, um, so I'm unfortunately I'm going to have to go sell on on Caldwell.
1: All right, uh, I'll go, Jordan, uh, next, and you can go last on this one. Um, I think that Robert has figured it out. Um, I'm not going to buy and I'm not going to sell, so I'm going to use a hold on this one. But I do Ooh. believe that he's understanding now how the market is changing. He's seeing that these uh, lost-and-found style things are, you know, the the life of expectancy of that is pretty much over, and he's starting to move away from that now, I think. Uh, lost and found has completely changed now and he has made some really good cigars this last past year that that antique line Jordan was absolutely phenomenal and so I I feel like he he could theoretically bring this thing back up so I'm gonna hold on this one because I feel good about it I liked what he was doing at the trade show what do you think Jordan
0: yeah I mean lost and found is a different brand but it is kind of tied to it and I do think for the last uh, three or four years that Lost and Found became the focus and started to weigh down the brand a bit. Um, but now that he's converted Lost and Found into more of a structured brand that has actual core line releases and they're, they're not just coming out with one-offs every five seconds, that's going to free up a little more creative space for him. And it does seem to have been showing... Um, y- yeah, you guys are right that he had, that it, the line is become, has become... Uh, at sometimes been a little hard to follow, but um, for Caldwell, that's usually just like, a, oh, there's a couple hundred boxes here or there. You get them or you don't. It's still kind of easy to understand the Eastern Standard and the Long Live the King line. Uh, and I, 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 do think that the, with the Lost and Found freeing up, it's it's leaning in the positive direction. I would go a hold, but I don't want to use it up. So I'll go. Uh, so excuse me, I'll go a buy.
1: You want to buy? So everyone's going buy on Caldwell. I like it. All right, we've only got two left. Um, I think, uh, John, are you up on this first one? I think so. Um, Probably. This company has also made some recent changes in the last um, six months uh, in a couple of different regards. John, do you buy, hold, or sell Illusioni?
2: Uh, you know, I don't even need. I don't even think you need to factor in the branding. Um, I think they've always produced great cigars. Uh, I know one of the discussion points was that their uh, their branding was confusing. I, I've never really found that to be the case. I mean, I've followed their brand from the start. I've, I I understand their brand. I understand their marketing. I know what to look for. So uh, in a way, I actually find the branding is going to be more confusing for me, not less confusing for me. Um, but branding aside, uh, that's, that's an easy buy. I mean, it's one of the core. Sort of strong boutique brands One of the original strong boutique brands Up there with Tatuaje um, I I don't see how you could do anything Other than buy Illusioni
1: right, let's uh, go to Abe real quick Abe what do you think about Illusioni
3: Um There's one more after this
1: There's one more after Mm -hmm. this Uh So
3: I pretty much like Everything that Deanne puts out I think he makes. I think he's one of the the most knowledgeable people when it comes to really making tobacco, blending tobacco and knowing tobacco and cigars. And if you ever talk to him, like really one on one, not even like during an interview, ever, super intelligent guy, super nice guy. Um, Dion's. Ability to kind of he's kind of like the uh, Howard Hughes of the cigar industry sometimes Right, uh, He's come out a little bit more in the last few years um, I think Fred Rui coming on board is good because I think everybody loves Fred Rui. Fred Rui is a character um, Great personality. I think I'm buying I think I'm buying because buyin'. it is it, look It has all the great foundations of a great brand and a great company missing some marketing and business elements in my opinion I think Fred's going to help out with that, so I'm 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 a, I'm a buy on that.
4: Abe's buying on illusione. Aaron, what do you think? Um, it hurts my heart to do this, but I'm going to lay a hold on illusione. Oh um, wow! And Ooh. the reason being is that uh, I think that their manufacturing partner is struggling, and that um, it has shown in the TAA and the PCA releases, which were. One was very bad and the other one was barely passable. Um, I I don't like the new branding. Um, Like John said, I understood the existing branding. Maybe I was just, it just hit for me correctly and, but it's not what the market needs for the brand. Um, I know that there's been, they've had a push that they want to sell more obviously, but I mean the cigars were there. you know, Fred coming on board is great. Um, I maybe the branding puts them over the top. I don't know, but it's for me, it's the actual cigars themselves and how they perform recently. Um, I mean, some of my favorite cigars are from Illusioni. so it's not that the portfolio is bad. It's just that um, they're in a spot where I think that it, it's um, they, they're going to have to make a tough decision uh, moving forward, and I think that they're at that that kind of crossing point. So, hold. Jordan, what do you think?
0: Um I think their branding was pretty good beforehand. Um the they only had one if they if they're going to rebrand, just rebrand the original documents. That's the only cigar that's confusing. Um every band has a 68 or uh, HL on it or something and guys don't understand that those are all in the same line. It's called original documents. That's all you had to rebrand. Other than that, the rebrand it, I doesn't I don't quite doesn't quite connect with me as much like like Singulari, for some reason I don't know why, but now it seems like all the cigars are just sizes in a, in the Singulari line. Whereas before it was like, oh no, the Phantom—that was the original Singulari. That was its own, it was its own blend, and it could still be. It just doesn't come across that way anymore. Now it's been re- rebranded. It comes across as like, here's the Singulari cigar in the in this size. Um, but Fred Rui, super positive, a guy to connect with on in the brand. Obviously, dean has got the golden, golden palette. Cigars are amazing. I'm still a buy.
1: Wow. So after all that, you, that you just said.
0: No, I'm saying just the, the rebranding, <laughs> you just didn't, you only needed to rebrand one cigar. Right. But uh, uh, that's not going to be enough to bring me into the sell category.
1: So you, you had some critical uh, criticism, but yet at the same point, you, you're, yeah, you're still a buy. Of course. Uh, I'm a buy um, on Illusioni. I mean, I, I, I like just every cigar that they have. I don't know how the new branding is gonna affect the line I guess I have to wait until I just, like see it in a brick and mortar you know like in front of my eyes like I try to picture it and I can't really picture how it's gonna look but I love that the fact that they are now are finally connecting and like engaging with Fred I think that was a genius move I also think that it's pretty smart that they're you know kind of getting into the um, distribution game um, they've got some good brands that they're um, they're they're doing distribution for. Um, so for me, it's a buy, like, um, I, that's I, actually a pretty strong buy for me. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked on Illusioni. I think that's, a, uh, um, I think this is one of those ones kind of like Caldwell where, where they sort of saw like some handwriting on the wall and like realized that they had to make some changes and they did make those changes. Um, part of me feels like it's like the Terrence Riley effect uh, in this industry, you know, like, you know, if everybody saw what Terrence did with, um, I'm probably I'm giving him way too much credit because he just cannot talking about he cannot, he cannot take a picture of food to save his <laughs> yeah. life. But he's he's pretty good he's pretty good at what he does, so I have to begrudgingly um you know say that uh, this seems like a bit of an effect, Jordan. When you say like it seems like a lot of brands are kinda like jumping on board with the same sort of stuff. Um so it's a buy for me. Uh oh, last that's <laughs> heinous. Terrible. Oh god, there it is. Terrible. Terrible. That's Terrible. It. He I, once took a photo. Have...
3: I have a a, 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 a um, audible suggestion here. I yes. think in the last round, if you have a hold selection left, and you don't use it, you can go back and change one of your
4: oh. <laughs> one of your things.
0: That's complicated. Wait a minute. No, wait. Say that. No, I don't think so. I don't S- think you don't, you don't, say that you don't again. take the
4: grave the grave with you. I don't know about what you trying this
3: to say. One, Listen, I, I think it, I. It, I it, I think we all have holds left right No no uh, I, I John's
1: done uh, Aaron's done uh, Abe's got one Jordan's got one I've got one left
3: so I he's... think that if If we don't use it on this last one We could go and use it on
1: Sure why not
3: Something we've previously it on um,
1: Okay Okay all
2: right. If you then have it talking, in mind, talking I, about I, picking pools and I, I know pools.
3: exactly which one, I have, one I have in mind. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: Because I'm not going to go through the whole list. But yeah. No. Bad. No. No. I
3: know exactly which one I would use mine on. All right.
1: All right. So Aaron and John are out of that. Yeah. But theoretically, yeah. if no, Jordan or I, Jordan or I or Abe wanted to go back and change one, I don't think I will. But if we did, we. If we could. don't
0: use the hold on this last one, you're
1: saying? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, if we use the hold on this last one, Then you're locked in. Abe's saying yeah, if you have one show. to play, if you have one in your back pocket, you could <laughs> But go, do you
0: have to put a hold on that one that you didn't want, or you can change it to whatever you want.
1: No, it would have to be a hold. You'd have yeah, to, you use, have to, All right. have you to use a hold. Alright. It would have to be a hold. use the hold as a hold. Yes. Right. Okay. You'd have to use yes. the hold as a hold. Yes. All right. This last one, cigar brands oh, thank you. stock markets. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is episode three hundred and forty four of smoke night live we are chatting with aaron loomis of developing palettes abe debabna smoke in and john mctavish cigar surgeon developing palettes he's was in, gonna end up this way I he's knew in it. canada um let's uh let's start with how we let's end with how we started um it's gonna go abe it's gonna go aaron it's gonna go mctavish it's gonna go jordan it's gonna go me abe are you going to buy, are you going to hold, or are you going to sell stock in the Premium Cigar Association?
3: Oh, you cocksucker.
4: you has got to use the hold now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. got him.
3: Oh, you cocksucker.
1: Got
3: him. Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
0: Wow no, Terrence is mad that he wasn't a stock
1: Well Terrence you've watched been this whole show. Terrence you've been a stock on this every single time <laughs> Every single time And and by the way Terrence We talked about you more than we talked about anybody else on this show <laughs> So shut up
0: That's true
3: I Yeah I mean look I, I gotta say I saw things this year that I thought were good signs Um I'm not saying doesn't have a long way to go. <sighs> yeah, it's hard to gamble on them. Nah, I'm going to burn my last hold.
1: Oh, you are going to do <laughs> it. You're going to hold on the PCA. <laughs> yeah, all these grand Abe, missions. Abe, Abe, why aren't look, you going to look, buy look. and why aren't you going to sell?
3: Because, look, I don't want to bet against my own organization, which I really kind of like having in our industry so to bet against them is bad that doesn't say I have a lot of faith in them um but I did see a lot of good things happen this year um if they can get a little bit more you know aggressive maybe get some really forward-thinking people on the board there's hope there I, I let me just tell you something after seeing last year to this year it gives me more feeling of a hope than it does dread so if it keeps going in the same trajectory, but it's hard to bet on a horse with no jockey. I mean, no one really works. I mean, the, the people who sit on the board who kind of, from what I understand, th- things haven't changed. They kind of really make the decisions. It's not their job. They're not vested in it. They got a three year tenure and they're off, whatever. So it's hard to gamble on something like that. So I- I'm going to burn my last hold on
1: that. All right. Wow. I was, uh, I liked, I liked what you had to say. In fact, some of that'll factor into my answer. Uh, Aaron, are you gonna buy? Are you gonna hold? Or are you gonna sell on the Premium Cigar Association?
4: Uh, I don't have a hold, so I'm gonna have to make a decision one way or the other. I'm gonna buy. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, I, I like think, it. Uh, I like it. Yeah, there's. Uh, I, you know, I've been very critical of the organization in the past, um, but I have uh, my favorites kind of turned uh, towards the positive side for them. Um, you know, we, the, the trade show has had its challenges. Uh, it's obviously it's you know made big strides this year. I think uh, in regards to, uh, kind of the attendance, uh, you know, the ruling that we had just before the trade show, we had a nice kind of, uh, environment going into there. The, you know, feelings were upbeat, all that stuff that, not that that necessarily plays into the PCA is performing that, but it, I mean, there was help in that, that process. Um, you know, the board, uh, seems to be, you know, some of the other pieces of the board seem to be coming into play with some of the manufacturers and things like that, um, And at this point, it just seems more on the positive side for me. So I'm going to be a buyer. Aaron
1: is buying on PCA. Uh, Surgeon, cigar surgeon, John McTavish, what are you going to do with a PCA?
2: Well, Aaron stole some of my thunder, and I have also been uh, critical in a good way. I want to say critical. You can be critical in a good way of the PCA over the years some ways I've wanted to see it improve. Um, you know, I think uh, 2022 was a pretty positive year. We had a lot of really great news going into the industry, going into the trade show, which uh, I didn't think we were gonna hear ever. Um, and I think that lent itself to a very positive show. Uh, and I saw a lot of positivity at the show. You know, Abe was talking about the number of new brands. I mean, ridiculous. So that that seemed positive. Uh, where the trade show lands next year might uh, change my vote as to how I vote in 2023. But with the addition of two really good board members, which was a really strong move, I think is going to help them move in a positive direction. Um, You know, I think they've got a tall order for 2023 that they need to meet. I think I I I couldn't see myself doing anything other than buying
1: at this point. McTavish is picking up some PCA stock, brother. Yeah, baby. There we go. All right, Jordan. All right. What do you think?
0: Uh, It was a good show, a lot of positivity. Um, But we are coming off. Of the worst show ever, so you're kind of like, you know, basing that momentum on, you know, of course it's going to be a better show, um, and you know, in, in the in the coming years, I do feel like at least one or two of these big four will come back, so that's positive. In, I mean, if that happens, I predicted, I
3: predict, I predicted uh, by 2024.
0: Yeah, I think at least two will come back. Um, yeah. On the. On the downside, they are kind of just facing that this industry trade shows are just kind of dying in general. Um, other, unless you're going like to the CES or something where you have to go see it, there's not really much reason to go to these shows. So unless they come up with some other reason, I, I'm coming stuck in between, and I'm going to use my final hold.
1: Hmm. Jordan is using his final hold. Um. I am also using my final holds. <laughs> um, Look it. I am. I am. Wow. I am. I'm using my final hold uh, because it was a positive year. Like, I, I think, Aaron, you, you made a really good point. And I, I said this the other night on, um, I think, Bear's show. You know, I, in us media guys, we can, like, pick stuff apart, like, to death. And, like, sometimes we're just so incredibly critical because, I mean, that's kind of the fun of it in a way, too. But <laughs> at the same time, it's really – it's a trade show for, like, retailers to come and buy product from manufacturers. And so, like, it, it – here's – randy told me never to say this phrase today but you're never supposed to say <laughs> you're never supposed to say it is what it is but you know that's sort of true in this case like it is what it is like it doesn't a, mean anything it, you know it, it, it is a trade show to sell to retailers and there was a retailers there buying from manufacturers so in that <laughs> regard it was it was positive way to break it down um computer but then but then like like you said jordan and i've made this point so many times like Uh, The reason for a cigar trade show is diminished greatly unless they figure out a way or another reason to go like it it could be in 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 a bad position. But moving forward, I'm happy so much better than the year before. I mean, come on. Like I've lost two bets in a row to Abe because it was uh, I said, Abe, we had a bet, a five dollar bet. Will PCA happen in twenty twenty one? It did happen. So I owed Abe his five bucks. And then for fun, I did double or nothing, and um, and so I lost again to Abe, because uh, it did happen. I Abe, I'm gonna look. I, I don't want to. You are not of, stop. I don't want to be one of those dicky guys, but I knew it was gonna happen this year. But I, you know, I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> uh, what I'm gonna, what i gonna be one of those guys? Is like, no, I'm changing my vote. Like, no, I stuck with my What'd guns you do for next year. It's gonna happen next year. <laughs> no, I mean,
0: did you do another?
2: Bet? No, we didn't do another oh, bet. Okay.
1: We didn't do another. It would be silly It'd at this be, point. Yeah, of course. It would be silly at this point. You so should, I'm. You should
2: bet on where the trade show is gonna be. And that'd be entertaining.
1: Yeah. Now there, there we go, boys. Let's. Can we? Before we, kind of go is with the it, the is results. It in Vegas,
3: no matter what, next year. Next year, so, yeah. it is. Yes, 2023. Yeah, it year so after 20 that. 24
4: 24 is.
1: 2024 is. Uh... Yeah, 2024. But let perfect. Yeah, let's. Let's assume. Let's take next year out of the equation. Here's my two part question to you guys. A. Aaron, where do you think it will be? Aaron, B, where do you think it should be? Aaron.
4: Oh, this is a loaded question. Uh, I think it will be in Vegas, and I think it should be in Vegas. Um, but I'd love to do Vegas in the same time they they want to <laughs> do New Orleans, like in March or whatever it is. That would be the perfect combination. But, uh, yeah, New Orleans. Um, it was just an odd show. It was yeah. a weird after-hour scene. Um bad time of year all around like i'd much rather be in vegas in july than new orleans in july that's just me
3: oh i i couldn't agree with you more What supposed you... to be new orleans in april
4: yeah yeah that's what i'm saying is but when when they had it in new orleans in 2015 it was in july and it was just it is 90 90 i think there's is it was, there's right?
1: no positive in my mind about the new orleans show the no. the convention hall was absolutely horrible it was literally like a
2: guy who had to walk the miles and miles and miles of that trade show. Floor. Yes. Uh,
1: John, we our hotel—you could look out the front of our hotel, and and there is the convention hall. Literally, it's like right there.
0: Is It's a four five mile walk? But
1: the yeah. the convention part of it was a mile down the <laughs> down the road. It was it was horrible. And, and, and um, you
2: need to be intubated by the time you get there because you're so dehydrated.
1: So it was it's terrible. I mean. Granted, some of the greatest dojo stories of all time came out of that trade show. But uh, I, I, I don't want to go back to New Orleans. So uh, let me ask you the same question, McTavish. Um, 2024, where do you think it would be? Uh, where would you want it to be?
2: Well, uh, not to parrot a lot of what Aaron said, but uh, I think July in Vegas is pretty played out at this point. Um, you know, and I think the, the availability is New Orleans in April or Vegas in July uh, I think it's probably going to be Vegas in July. I don't think New Orleans is going to come together. I just I don't think there's too many there's too many logistics to figure out for New Orleans beyond the fact there's really no place to smoke. I know that everyone says there's places. There's no place to smoke. Where do I think it should be? I I, th- I think the I think the trade show needs a change. Every couple of years you got to change it up. I think it should be in in Orlando.
3: I like that. I mean that. I know that yeah. uh, the Orlando show is it's, it's a that, bit of a contentious it's not that easy, one. John.
2: No, I know, I But, but yeah, he's, he's just saying but This if is ideally. pie in the sky Pie in the sky this if, is, this if, it is like,
1: be, if it could be anywhere You know, that's yeah, if where if it
2: could be like. anywhere Oh, pie in the sky yeah. question Okay Pie in the sky <laughs> Yeah, <So laughs> I would say, you know if you, if you could do Orlando in like May or something like that That would be spectacular that would be my pick where it's going to be it's going to be in vegas and i think it's a stone cold lock i think that new orleans is nice to think about for those who don't remember the suffering we went through in new orleans (laughs) i realize it's april but it's Uh, it's it's a fat guy industry you can't ask fat guys to walk you know five six seven miles and then walk in the evening time they're going to die everyone's going to drop from heat exhaustion even in april um, so, yeah, I think Vegas is Stone Cold Lock, but pie in the sky, I'd love to see it in Orlando. I think that'd be cool. All right, Abe, uh,
1: 2024, where would where do you think it will be? Where would you like it to be if you could wave a, wave a magic wand and it could just be anywhere? I will hold. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you've been on the board. You know how this stuff works. But uh, separate uh, yourself from that and let us know what you really think. Um. I think it's gonna be
3: in Vegas in 2024. It's very hard. It's getting, it's extremely hard. Um, I, me personally as a retailer, my, this look, a lot of people use this as vacation time, trip time, whatever. Um, I really have always said, I could care less when it is, and where it is. If The closer it is, which means I have less of a flight time is better for me. Um, so I, I really think it'll end up being in Vegas. I think it's gonna be hard for me to pull off New Orleans. I wouldn't mind New Orleans. I would like New Orleans. I love the town. Um, My whole family loves the town. My kids love New Orleans. I think if it ends up being in New Orleans in the summer, I'm taking everybody. Um, If I had any place in the world, any place, I I would do uh, Macau in October.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was such a cop-out answer.
3: The weather is very good in October in Macau. September <laughs> to November are beautiful months. Well, let's not,
1: it's, not it inner to, it's not. It's not inter. It's not inter tobacco. So you know, we got to have like an <laughs> yeah. American show. Oh, it, it had to be. Con- it had to be. No, I'm just. I, I'm just criticizing your pick.
0: I just hate it. Why? Well, <laughs> Didn't you just say pie in the sky? Yes. Did I misunderstand?
3: Yes, <laughs> that? I did. And That's that... my pie. How, how much more pie could I have? How much higher in the sky <laughs> can Macau? You, can you imagine how much
2: money would be lost on, on the gambling <laughs> in Macau? It would be in the, in the multi-millions of dollars.
3: I mean, I'm
0: just saying it's pie in the sky. Go high.
1: Yeah. Jordan, what do you think? Uh, where's it going to be? Where would you want it to be?
0: I pretty much just mirror everything John said. All right. It's, it's going to be in Vegas. should be in Orlando. If it's gonna be in Vegas, at least move it into the fall and have a TPE in the spring and, oh, and yeah. PC in the be fall. Uh, you know, but yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be in Vegas. Yeah, in
1: I don't. I don't mean to pile on, but that's what I think too. All right, so let's uh, let's review tonight's cigar brand stock market. Um, our our biggest buyer, the most positive bullish panelist oh. tonight was none oh. other than John McTavish. Fifty seven point five percent buy. So Eat McTavish is—he's bullish, very bullish. McTavish. Next
2: oh. three reviews are just going to get crushed. That's
1: <laughs> gonna be, <you> know. <laughs> uh, Aaron is is in the green also. Uh, Aaron wow. is a fifty-two. How did this happen? Aaron is a fifty-two percent buy, so just a little bit over midway, but he's still he's still bullish. Uh, Jordan and I tied. Uh, uh, we did not pick the same ones. I'm looking at yeah, the. Yeah, we didn't. I'm looking at the screen. We didn't pick the same ones, but we're both we're just on the same. Wavelength we're there, both bearish, you know? and we're only buying forty-seven point five percent of the stock. Abe is the most bearish, only wow. only buying forty-two percent of tonight's stock. Let's go through the companies real quick. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Do you want to know why I'm the most bearish? Because
3: I'm the only one out of you guys that actually buys the stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's that's
2: right. right.
1: That's true money on the
2: line, baby. <laughs> that's true.
1: That that's actually one hundred percent true. <laughs> uh, let's Not go through. Money. I'm going to go through the twenty companies real quick in case you guys are uh, taking notes so you'll know what to buy and what not to buy. Uh, as far as the panel is concerned, these are the results from all of our um, all of our guesses combined. Uh, you should be buying Room 101. You should be buying Foundation. You should be buying Fairy Otego. It is a sell on Romacraft. Uh, the NFTs for La Flor Dominicana pushed that into a buy. Everybody was sell on CAO, so that's a sell. Quesada. Slipped in with a buy, just barely, but they did. We sold on Viaje. We sold on La Polina. We sold on Gurkha. In the penny stock section, we were buying Dapper. We were selling Dissident. We were selling Freud. We were hold. The only hold of the night was on Osgoner. We were buying West Tampa. We were buying Fuente. We were selling McAuliffe. We were selling Caldwell. We were buying Illusioni and believe it or not, folks, we were buying the PCA.
0: Who were the uh, highest buys and the lowest sells?
1: So the highest buy of the night uh, was Fuente and Foundation. They tied with Whoa. 500. Um, there were Nuke. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 that had complete zeros. That was CAO, Viaje, La Polina, Dissident. And Freud
0: can't argue with you. Can't argue with this.
1: So I think I think we pretty much solved the entire you know consumer. Yeah, go ahead, Abe.
3: I just want to make one recommendation on future versions of this. I think it would go a long way. Okay. Um, yeah, do that right think, on the show live, babe. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of We're course. always tweaking, you know. Of course. This way you're held accountable, my, Eric. <laughs> yeah. I want to give you my input, right? <laughs> um, I, I think you should have a buy-sell segment that has its own holds. It doesn't carry over to all the regular stuff. The penny stock one. I think the penny stock should have its own little, mm. like you're allowed one hold in the penny stocks.
1: Okay.
3: That I affect the three for everybody it's a separate else. thing. I love things That's
1: that fun. I love things yes. that make the show more complicated. So thank you for
3: that. Yeah, you know, we'll see how that goes. I'll get the on show.
0: them spreadsheets.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anybody curious and who I was going to use my last Isn't... hold on? Yes, yes. Let's hear it. Well, uh, can I get your guesses? And I'll yeah. Tell
1: you no, ready? no, no. I know. I know already. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It was, uh, it was Caldwell. Yeah, Aaron might be right. Caldwell. Right. Caldwell. It
3: was Caldwell. Yeah. Caldwell, yeah. Good job, Aaron. Yeah, Calder was the one I'll I would have used my hold on. Go I'll
2: ahead. I'll tell you what I'd like to see, Eric. Yeah. If because you you're sitting <laughs> in the hot seat, and you have the advantage. <laughs> you, you have the advantage of knowing what's coming up. Yes. I would like to see Jordan with a randomized button. So that you have the
0: list but you don't know what's coming up next. Ooh. Yep. Now I can I, I have to see the list, so I'll always have the advantage. But
1: <laughs> Yes.
0: It's good. Can I Ooh. Yeah, can Matt Matt. I, I thought it was interesting that even though three of you out of the five were were bearish. Yes. Overall the market is bullish. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. that is interesting. Wow. So on on whole, the whole thing. We were a tad bit, we're buying a little bit. Right. Just a little bit more than bit. midpoint. Yeah.
0: But there's, th- there's three poco. bears.
1: Yeah, there's three bears, but, but thanks to the really positive... Super positive, Aaron Loomis. Right, which is is just shock, shock
4: of the night. (laughs) Uh, That's only because that's only because you left Agonorza out, or I would have been even.
1: Aaron, I brought you on the show to be a wet blanket, and what were you? You were an electric blanket. (laughs) That was good. That was good. Incredible. Uh, John McTavish, tell uh, the listeners and viewers where they can uh, find you online, social, and otherwise.
2: Well, it's pretty easy. Just look for Cigar Surgeon, uh, Twitter, if that's still a thing, Instagram, TikTok, uh, OnlyFans, Developing Palettes, whatever. It's Cigar Surgeon. Uh, Of course, I represent Developing Palettes, so same thing, Developing Palettes uh, everywhere on podcasts, YouTube, if we can say that now, uh, Facebook and uh, the website.
1: Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time on a Friday night, my man. Uh, Aaron. Uh, where can folks uh, find you? What's going on on Developing Palettes these days?
4: Yeah, same thing, developingpalettes.com. Uh, developing Palettes on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean, iTunes, everywhere where you want to find us. But, uh, yeah, more reviews. Uh, John's going to be heading down to uh, Weasel Fest, so uh, I'm going to lean on him to do a recap show, uh, recap uh, article on that. He doesn't know about that, but we're doing it on air, so he's held <laughs> accountable. Surprise! So you feel okay, Eric? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah so uh check out if you're going to weasel fest say hi to uh john he'll buy uh any drinks if you run out of drink tickets um that you want so he'll take care of that for you
0: Aaron, get that oil and gas deep pockets <laughs> we always try as hard as we can to make terrence angry you can't really make terrence angry but i think you did he's <laughs> he's calling you out uh, he's, uh, yeah
4: <laughs> i mean i i, I mean i kind of gave a little bit out of the way when i was talking about illusione uh, and i'd be i'm open to discuss uh egg and at any time so
1: well you did it you did a marvelous job tonight thank you aaron um abe <laughs> you. you got a big show what's the show tomorrow what's going on
3: uh, uh we have kma talk radio every saturday morning best ways to start your saturday tomorrow we're gonna have oliver nevode of united cigars i'm um, gonna talk about select tobaccos and some of their products. And as always, uh, check us or look us at
1: smokin.com
3: smoking.com where you're never just an order number.
1: And Abe, uh, it won't be long until we'll be selling this bad boy. Machina. On Machina. September Machina. 2nd, folks, only 150, only 150 of these will be available on That's smoking.com. That's sweet, salty Corojo. That baby. Sweet, That's salty, an Corojo. Buy, right? And it is absolutely delicious. Smoked it on the show. Listen, I'd like to commend, um, the guys,
3: uh, Oh, my God, I'm blacking out right now. The shop that, that, that's selling the first 150, holy cow.
1: Yeah, that's smoker-friendly. Um, smoker-friendly, pay, yes. Payless Cigars and Pipes is there online.
3: I, I, I was blacking out. I got to commend them because what a, what a nice thing for them to do for your fans because, you know, they're the ones that are letting this happen where we can sell the 150 to people who are unable to attend the Rocky Mountain Sky Festival. So I just want to really give them a shout-out. I think that's super awesome that they were willing to do that, so... They deserve to be uh,
1: noted Absolutely. on that. No, I appreciate that, Abe. Great. You know, da- Danny at um, at Smoker Friendly, um, he is literally one of the coolest guys. And I know uh, yep. John, John and Aaron can attest that uh, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, if you can't come this year, uh, you should put it in your plans because it's a fun event, right, boys?
4: Fantastic event. Uh, bring a hat, some sunscreen <laughs> just to keep yourself safe. Uh, take it easy hydrate. on the booze early on. Yeah, yeah hydrate. <laughs> Hydrate, I but otherwise, fantastic.
3: 2023, third time's a charm, Eric. Okay. Yes, you. I will Let's get Third time's
1: happen. a charm. Third I will get you here. I some third way or another. Third time's a charm. We're gonna make it.
2: <laughs> I will say that the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival is the best festival that I've been to, and I'm yep. looking forward to going back.
1: All right, John. Well, we loved having you here. Totally. I wish you were gonna be here this year. I uh, miss you guys. Uh, but, you know what? 2023, we'll have all. maybe we'll have all three of you guys here. That'll be a, a, a great time. Guys, I can't thank you enough uh, for joining us tonight. Uh, Wednesday night, Flavor Odyssey. Um, Randy uh, will actually be here in studio. Randy will be actually here in studio. We will be oh, yeah. finding the best pairing for the Ashton ESG. All right, boys, uh, real quick, all three of you, one at a time. Abe, what would you pair with the Ashton ESG? What drink pairing would you pick if you had to just pick it right off the top of your head?
4: Uh, root Beer. Root Beer.
1: Aaron, what would you pick?
4: Uh, I would pick a Gosa.
1: Okay. John McTavish, original, sharing our pairings. One of the first pairings, probably the per- first pairing show of all time. What would you pair with an Ash Nieshi?
2: Uh Old Fashioned and i use Eagle Rare Bourbon in it.
1: Wow, very specific. Very specific. I love that. I love specificity. Is that, <laughs> I Did I use the right you, word? You
2: nailed it. I nailed it. Specificity, baby. Specificity. Guys,
1: there will not be a show next Friday night because we'll be doing the Camacho Burger Battle, but there will be a show next Thursday night. It's the biggest show of the year. It's a cavalcade of stars on Thursday night. It's Docella Festival right here at Dojo Do-chella! Studios. We're going to have everybody on the show. There's going to be so many guests that I will probably have an aneurysm. So tune in just for the aneurysm. As far as tonight goes... Get on the Dojaverse. Grab your phone. Go to Dojaverse.com. Check in your favorite cigars. Share what you're drinking. Share what you're smoking. Do Play some, some hashtag hole. now playing if hashtag you hashtag want to. Hashtag cornhole. Hashtag cornhole. You've <laughs> got to get some practice in. Until next week, remember everybody, never, never smoke, smoke, smoke alone. alone. We'll see you next week. The Monte Cristo 1935
0: Nicaragua was one of the most highly rated cigars of the year. Expertly crafted by legendary blenders Rafael Nadal and A.J. Fernandez, this cigar was blended to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the Monte Cristo line. It is hand-rolled using all-age Nicaraguan tobaccos exclusively from A.J.'s farm. This bold cigar is bursting with rich notes of chocolate, leather, a dash of spice, and a smooth, creamy finish. Enjoy one of the finest cigars of the year right now at jrcigars.com.